0: Last time on Definitely D&D Highway to Heal. Our heroes, after stopping Gideon Lightward once and for all, and in doing so, saving Helm's shield hall, returned to Adriel's home to rest and recuperate. And there they caught up with friends and family members. And after Max gave his bandmates in Loot Destroyer some awesome new instruments, they held an impromptu concert for all of the nobles staying at the manor. During this time, Aveline had her heart broken through uh, some white lies told by Patina, and she quickly bounced back with some advice from Lux and Gwen, unexpectedly finding a connection with Celeste, the Chosen of Torm. Adriel had a heart-to-heart with his father, William, And Patina spent the night with the members of Loot Destroyers, save for Max, who had an interesting night of his own. He discovered that Victor, the stable boy of the Whitlock Estate, was actually his son, and had an honest talk with him about how he views parental responsibilities before staying up all night partying with the other nobles. And now, after a wild and crazy night, we return to the group. As the red light of the morning returns to El Torel. And as people slowly begin to stir with varying levels of hangovers and states of undress and mess, I need to check in with one person in particular. <laughs> Sorcha! So, unfortunately, you weren't able to make it last game, so I would like to check in with you and ask. What have you been up to as this rager of a party was going on?
1: (laughs) So at the end of not last session, but the session before that Mm. switcher was in pretty rough shape. Like, Mm. you know, he been through battle. He got down to less than half hit points. He lost control of himself Luckily, didn't attack anyone, but still lost control of himself, and
2: yeah.
1: he was feeling pretty shitty. Um, and then they decided to throw a party. At Sora, <laughs> while he was raised in a city for basically the last ten years or so, yeah. has been living on his own, tracking right. monsters in the wild is very uncomfortable in like around a lot of people yeah so he did his very best to avoid everything um he tried going to the stables okay try and get away however the stables were occupied
0: um, yes, so I will say that later, um, you go out to the stables, oh, oh. and hear noises coming from inside. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, peeks in, then immediately is like, oh, no, 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 okay, I'm going somewhere else. Yep.
0: Yeah, um, yeah.
1: and this continues. <laughs> he goes to the garden, and... <laughs> And there's Adriel having a heart to heart with his father. And he's like, oh, nope, nope, nope. Uh, displays yeah. of affection. Nope, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> and you go back to Adriel's room at one point to try and get some rest. And then you realize that room is extremely occupied by yes. Katina and the rest of <laughs> Loot Destroyers.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Uh he tried sure. you. Do you want to join? <laughs> is already gone. yeah, no 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 no, no no, no. He is so tired at this point. I don't know where in the house there are no people, but he basically tries everywhere until mm. he finds a spot. Um, I don't know. maybe like the library, do you have a library rich people have libraries, right?
0: there is a library that you find yeah. Yes.
1: yeah, I feel like nobody would be at the right library after the rager so okay. um, he, he curls up <laughs> under a stack of books
0: and is yep. like fuck this I'm going to sleep okay So, um, you just, uh, yeah, go into a well-put-together library with bookshelves and a big table and lots of chairs and stuff. And, yeah, you just curl up in one corner of the room, get some books, make yourself a book fort, more or less. And, uh, yeah, you curl up and go to sleep. And so, uh, the morning, uh, comes around, and you actually hear the sounds of light humming coming from nearby, and you open your eyes and you see Mrs. Medlock, the older woman who seems to be the cook for the place or something like that, or the caretaker, and she sees you. Oh, hello, dear.
3: How have you slept since last night?
1: Uh, like a rock.
3: Oh, well, good. I understand that the proverbial rock is quite good at sleeping, so I'm glad to hear that. And how was your hangover?
2: Oh,
1: I wasn't drinking last night. Ah,
3: well, I understand whatever people prefer, but nevertheless, I've made a little bit of tea for everybody. Thankfully, the taste isn't too bad considering we're in Avernus,
0: but... There's no sense in not starting the day off just right. And she puts down a teacup uh, full of steaming hot tea on a little saucer nearby for you.
3: Uh, thank you. Of course, dear. And in addition, I'm also handing out rations very soon, so by all means, dear, please feel free to uh, enjoy yourself while you're here. Uh,
1: before you go, oh if I may ask... Uh, personal question. Oh,
0: and so she actually, uh, takes one of the chairs from, the table nearby and just takes a seat.
1: Um, how, how long have you worked for the Whitlocks? Well, that's,
3: uh, I've worked for them for a, a very, very long time. In fact, I've known Adriel since, uh... Well, he was uh, the size of a loaf of bread, really. I've seen that boy grow from a little baby into the fine young man he
1: is. And do you like it? Are you treated well? Oh, Absolutely,
3: dear. I've worked for a number of different employers in the past, but there's a reason I've stayed with the Whitlocks as long as I have. Uh, Sir William is a very fine man. He treats everybody here as if they were family members. We're all, uh, we're all very, very close with each other, and anyone who works here wants for nothing.
1: Uh, that's that's good to hear. Um, as long as you're happy.
3: It's not often that people from outside the estate ask me that question, so your kindness is greatly appreciated. And.
1: Oh. It's not kindness. I, uh, I only know what it is to be without options. Um, I just hope nobody else has to be like that.
0: She gives you a small, sad smile and gives you a kind pat on the
3: shoulder so long as you're here, dear, if you need anything at all, you come and find me, all right?
1: Ah, oh, thank you,
3: ma'am. Of, of
0: course, dear. Everything will be all right. And with that, uh, yep, yeah, she, uh, stands up and uh, heads out to busy herself with the other affairs of the estate. And is that everything for you right now, Sorja? Mm-hmm. Cool. So... Let's go around to the other members of the group in the order in which they woke up. So by default, we are going to Max, who has not gone to sleep in this last (laughs) while.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, you know, sleeps for those who, um,
0: you know, have nothing better to do, right? Mm. (laughs) So Max, you are still in the ballroom with other members of the nobility, some of them have passed out during this time there's still one half elven fellow uh who's still you know trying who's still in his cups and he's keeping an admirable job of keeping things going but you are well ahead of him so what is your state right now max what are you doing after the party has continued into these early hours of the morning?
4: I mean, Max is an experienced partier. so I feel yeah. like he's been spacing out his drinks to maintain a drunkenness throughout the entire night mm. um, without
0: passing out quite much yeah. um, It's a marathon, not a sprint
4: Yeah. So I mean, he's been trying to encourage the others to indulge in their own musical enterprises mm. um, You know, proclivities It's hard for some of them though because yeah, as you mentioned, they're asleep
0: Yeah that's fair. Um, um, one it, of the people so- who's still going is uh, Martha, one of the chambermaids who works here that you remember as being like a, well, a, a not very pleasant young lady from a long time ago. And yeah, she's, uh, she's still got a cup going as, uh, yeah, she's just chugging it down, then pounds the table. Woo!
2: And, oh,
0: man, old timer, I got to say, you know how to have a fucking party around here.
4: Yeah, well, I mean, it, what can I say? I've had a lot of practice, and I survived the practice, so... Mm. uh fucking yeah, right, okay. hmm
0: Yeah. Fuck. Oh, Does this place have start... not
4: have many parties
0: like this? Uh, not like this. Uh, if you're talking about parties that don't suck, then, yeah, this is the first we've had here since ever, really. Like, a lot of the times, there's people coming over to, like, have wine tastings and stuff and to, you know, talk about things going on in the city and stuff, or to have, like, you know mass parties and all that shit and it's just like ugh yeah, it's not often that people can actually take their shoes off and just have a fucking rager of it, you know? Yeah, I I get you I mean, I've always been a little surprised
4: that all the people that can afford fancy silverware never just decide to play some darts with the silverware from time to time
0: oh my god you're a genius holy shit okay um you good at it are you any good at darts um
4: i mean it's really not it only really matters if you're good at it if you're gambling
0: on it (laughs) give me a minute and she goes over to like a table that has been flipped over and she like turns it up but stands it up so that like this large round table is sort of resting on its side. Then she starts gathering up the silverware. Okay, everybody, we got a darts tournament going on. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Max. Oh, we gotta so... pick a target.
4: What we're we gonna what we're we gonna throw them at?
0: Um, and uh, Martha points to the table that she just set up and is like leaning on its sides so that like the large circular expanse is available. Alright, I was going to suggest the piano, but that one's better. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, um, mm, about that, yeah, William, uh, or I mean Sir Whitlock has said uh, piano's off limits. Alright, alright, yeah, I can respect that. I, mean, okay. I just assumed it,
4: you know. Well, you know, it looks like you're probably in pretty good condition. Alright, yeah.
0: Okay, all right, so next. Uh You're up first. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, bu- 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 boo, let's see here. Ah, this one is for all the marbles. Uh, okay, Martha got a 12. So, you know, it hits the table, but you know, it's still about a foot short of the bullseye. So, ah. All right, old timer, let's see what you got. All right, watch and learn or don't watch,
4: don't. You know, you what you want. It's all good. Hmm. Max, um, make me a ranged attack roll. Yeah. It's so a plus
0: three for me. That's a fifteen. All right. Um. Uh, yeah, the uh, silver knife that you have gets uh, embedded in the surface of the table. Maybe, um, like you know, a couple inches off from the bullseye. Uh, Were you a uh, fancy elfin guy?
4: Sorry, I'm terrible with names. Oh no, it, it's it's quite all right, sir.
0: Um. Mm. Fuck. Go what on, is my up. name? uh yes (laughs) it is ah yes anton Savilius. sir pleasure well uh and he takes a fork and as the darts continue uh let's go over to another member of the group there's still four other party members and i'm gonna roll a d4 and we're gonna see what happens okay so this one is for Lux. So Lux, you awaken in the morning in one of the guest rooms that's been set aside for your group. Uh, and I believe that you and Gwendolyn are roommates, right?
2: Uh,
5: yeah. Uh, I mean, last night, uh, before we went to bed, like we did probably like mess around the way uh, I did describe Lux's... <laughs> Very strong resentment of a dude that alienated his mom and his side of the family just because of not a matching status. So, like, so very uh, having his freedom of like being as messy as possible, other than the things that he knew belonged to his mother's sister or Mm. were in any way tied to her. Um, And probably once we got all to the bedroom, uh, found the corner of the room till before the bed, like, set up a little trying to sell with all of the, like, little stones that he still had from his mother, and, um, probably, like, I'm assuming Gwen probably was very much having her own corner of the room as well, so Axe would definitely pick yeah. the complete opposite as well, to have a bit of, like, his own uh, time just, like, holding on to the, the, uh, the necklace, the amulet that he got now, and created connection with, and, um, just kind of went in his perspective and went to sleep kind of with the thought of his mother in his head. So that Mm. would probably be the first thing when he woke up as well, and he would just say a little prayer about his little altar. Mm. Um, And actually would probably quietly if, I don't know if Gwen and Lulu were awake yet or asleep or were gone, but like when he had a moment in the morning, uh, he would actually uh, Sit by the little shrine that he built with the, the gemstones and everything in a corner, and while holding on to his uh, matter amulet, uh, I would like to use one of the powers of it. Okay. Uh, which I believe is the sorry, just double checking the uh, augury. That's correct. If I describe a plan and then I get a hint whether it would go positively or negatively, is that correct?
0: Yep, so there are one of four results that can come up, either good, bad, um, good and bad, which means that it has both positive and negative effects, or neither, which means there's no way to say if it's a good or a bad outcome.
5: Mm-hmm. And uh, if I recall correctly from our previous sessions before the Rager, Our plan was to eventually go to the docks area, is that correct?
6: Am I right? Yeah, right. We we were planning to go
5: to the docks It was one of the locations where some of the people from High Hall went, correct?
0: Yeah. You had heard that a number of people from High Hall had gone back to the docks district because word had been spreading of another organization setting up defenses in El Elturel. And some of the commoners who were taking refuge at High Hall felt unwelcome there because of the overwhelming amounts of nobles who had taken up residence there?
5: Yes, so uh, while holding on to the amulet and letting, uh, warming it up in his hand, Blacks would focus at his little altar to send in a question, which would be, uh, if I were to use the spell of Lockage Object once we get to the area of the docks today to try to find the Tom of Creed uh, Resolute, Uh, are we likely to pick up its location?
0: Okay. Yes. Okay, so you cast this spell, focusing on one of the gemstones on your mother's necklace. The gemstone begins to slowly rise into the air, your necklace trailing along behind it, as light comes out from inside of it and pinpricks of light begin playing across the walls as though the gemstone was like overhead projector, the lights resemble those of stars and looking at the wall it's like looking at the canopy of the night sky and several of the stars that you recognize the patterns of begin flashing in certain patterns revealing themselves in the shapes of constellations that you're familiar with. And looking at the ways in which the constellations flash you gain the understanding that this course of action, um, yeah, the result is a good omen for the, what mind. you have suggested.
5: I keep that in mind, and then as the as the uh, the ritual of this the the with the amulet is over. Lux is gonna just quietly put back the little shrine that he built with the gemstones that he mm. always has on him from his mom uh, back to his uh, bag or whatever and just like have a moment sitting with himself and mm. feeling like just at least a slight feeling of like okay, there's something they're gonna do in the direct drag direction. And I think there is like a still a moment with him like before he closes up the shrine, considering another spell and having the image of his mum in his head but there is this this shiver down his back and, and just sense of I think he feels like overwhelmed a little bit by the, by the emotions coming up with that so he decides against it and just puts the rest of the shrine away and probably just like Chill by the window if Gwen and Lulu are still asleep till they wake up and see what's up with them, or if they're already awake and gone. Uh, it's probably just gonna, I don't know, walk around and see if you're gonna bump into anybody, but that's it.
0: Um, you, yeah, Gwendolyn is still finishing up her trance. And Lulu is off to, uh, on a nearby bed next to Gwendolyn, uh, her ears tucked around herself like a blanket, and, uh, you know, the soft lump is just slowly rising and falling as she's inhaling and exhaling in deep sleep.
5: Ooh, I'm just gonna sit on the, I'm assuming it's a fancy house, it for sure has one of those really cool windows that I always wanted with, like, a really wide window <laughs> still that you can sit on. So oh, absolutely. So, like, on that one and, like, chill while looking out in the garden. And usually it would probably be gorgeous, but right now it's a hellscape, so. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, like, chill till Gwen or Lulu wakes up, either, or, but it's not gonna wake either of them up himself.
0: Yeah, like, sitting on the windowsill, there would be, like, fresh, uh, like, vibrant uh, trails of ivy going down the walls. But now it's, like, you know, crispy brown strands because it's all dyed, basically. All right, so with that in mind, I'm just gonna roll again and see what comes up. Okay, the next person to wake up is Adriel. So Adriel, you are currently in your private bathroom next to your bedroom. Um, in the tub, you wake up completely shirtless. Also, um, something I need to ask, uh, for both you, Adriel, and Lux, how much did the two of you drink last night?
5: Oh, Adriel was drunk. Lux probably (laughs) didn't drink. Lux is not much of a drinker. Okay. I don't think maybe he had, like, a drink or something, but was mostly Mm. just focused on messing with the place and just Mm. having a bit of fun with Gwen. Sure.
3: Okay. So, Uh, Adriel. Adriel.
7: Adriel, uh, he was drunk, uh, because, you know, he, all the stuff he had to deal with, uh, was trying to cope with having to see the corpse of his mom again, and then yeah. her corpse and everything that went through, seeing Lux break down, kinda, and then coming back to the house, just everything, he just started drinking, so yeah, he was definitely drunk, uh, like I said, by the end of, uh, the night, he collapsed on the bathtub, and might have accidentally hit the tab of water so he's probably like in the bathtub with like water running which is mm. not good because we're trying to conserve water but I feel like that's what I what I had uh, envisioned oh. <laughs> for him <laughs> so
0: <laughs> yeah so uh Alondra I need you to make a constitution saving throw please righty All right. Okay. So, Max, or, sorry, Adriel, you wake up, thankfully, with feeling pretty good, despite the amount of drinking you did. Like, uh, all of that alcohol seems to have had no effect on your system, so you feel a bit stiff as a result of sleeping in a bathtub. Mm -hmm. But... uh,
7: Probably soak
0: because of the water. (laughs) So, was the bathtub partially full when you used it?
7: Well, I mean, like, what I envision is, like, when he plopped up on... When he plopped into it, like, when he collapsed Mm. on it, that he might have, like, tipped the the tab or whatever that makes the water start to flow, so... Mm. And he passed out, I feel, at that moment. So, like, the water was filling up, so...
0: Yeah. Okay. So, I will say that... Adriel (laughs) um you are actually woken up uh maybe a couple yeah like a little sooner than expected to the sounds of uh yeah a squeaky noise as um Irvin is right next to you and is turning the taps on the bathtub off oh so Uh. yeah master uh you do know that you have made
3: this mistake before and normally uh, I would be more than happy to remind you not to do that however just keep in mind we are rationing water at the moment considering the dire straits we have found ourselves in
7: oh no shit I mean oh uh, okay yeah no that's uh on the bathtub again did not make it to bed did I
0: you did not, and given the state of your bedroom, I do say that that is a very good thing, young master. Um, and he, why, why, why'd you say that? What's going on? Adrian Irvin's lips just get a little tight as though he's trying to think about how to say this, and he turns and looks at the door leading to your room, then back to you, young master. Um, I would suggest you cover your eyes when going from your room to the hallway.
7: oh uh, right. Okay. If but, you so. mm-hmm.
3: we can make use of the water in this tub, so long as everyone does not mind that it is slightly Adriel-flavored.
7: Oh, gosh. Oh, uh,
3: it is about using everything we have, young master.
7: Uh, I understand. Well, I mean, I... You know, do what you can, Irvin. I apologize. This is not, uh... Proper of me to have, uh, sorry. Uh, oh shit! I told my dad.
3: Fuck. What did you?
7: Oh no. Young
3: master, is everything all right?
7: You know that thing I told you about telling dad, breaking it, breaking, breaking the news to dad in a way. Well, I, I feel like I, I just breaking remember that I breaking
3: the news to him about what.
7: So I might have told Dad about what happened with mom
0: and, oh. and yesterday night. And how did he respond?
7: I let's see if I can remember. Uh I think he took it well. I remember crying, uh, but he was there to like comfort me. Uh oh shit, I also told him about Amaryllis. Oh god. Oh my god. Irvin... You have my permission uh, to stop me at any point if I pick up a- another drink. I'm quitting drinking from now mo- from now on.
0: Very well, sir. I shall enforce your sobriety. Yeah. Now then, so, your father also knows about Lady Amaryllis. Uh,
3: well, would it be safe to say, sir, that I may speak to him regarding the matter as
2: well?
7: I mean, yeah, he apparently said he knew. I don't know how long hmm. he's known or how he found out, but... He said that he cared about me more than his hatred for the Rochdell. So, I think, yeah, uh, you know, maybe it's better to just come up with the truth. Oh,
3: well, Um, that is a relief, sir. All right. Well, if he is allowed to be included in our discussions on the matter, I'm sure that he has a good deal of advice that he may be able to impart to you.
7: Yeah, he told me I should not hire someone to kill that pompous asshole.
3: That would be advisable, young master.
7: Yeah. Anyways, um, you know what? I should get uh, going. I need to go check on uh, the puppy and also Angelus. Uh, I believe they're at the stables, if I remember correctly. I'm just going to get going, Irvin.
3: Yeah, actually, sir, if I may advise that you wait maybe an hour or so before going to the stables. Okay. Okay. Go downstairs, have some breakfast uh, with everybody else, and then I would advise going to the staples.
7: Alright, and Muldeki's. Do you know where my shirt went? Where did I lose it?
3: Here you are, young master.
0: And Irvin just hands over your shirt freshly pressed for you.
7: Ah, thank you, Irvin. (laughs) Uh,
0: Angel puts the shirt on, (laughs) because. It's what I do, young master. And Irvin tries to smile, but there are deep, deep bags under his eyes, and he just looks like he's been through a war or something like that. Oh, Irvin,
7: uh, just before I go, uh, have you checked on Dad yet? How is he? Did he make it to his bedroom?
3: He did, young master, and I have made sure that
0: he is in his proper night attire as well, so he is sleeping soundly at the moment. And I will have a hangover cure ready for him shortly.
7: Okay, awesome. Uh, and also, uh, wait, I remember something else. Uh, um, how is Victor? I feel like something happened with him Yes, yesterday night. I can't remember.
0: Irvin takes a moment before responding. I found young Victor outside
3: last night... ...in a very poor emotional state after... ...speaking to... ...your friend Maximilian Power. And...
7: (gasps) It's at this moment that Adriel remembers everything, like, clearly, as, like... ...like, all his, like, memory comes back to him. Right, I need to talk to Max. Adriel gets a very serious look on his face.
0: Yes, um so you know sir young victor is very emotionally distressed over the fact that his father essentially wants nothing to do with his responsibilities as a parent Mm
2: -hmm.
7: yes i would like to have a word with my friend there uh where do you know where max is Irvin?
0: He is still downstairs at the moment, partying with the rest of the nobles. He has not gone to sleep, sir.
7: Excellent. I will make my way there then, in that case.
0: Very good, sir. And as you get out of the tub, Adriel, water sloshing all around you as you, uh, as Irvin hands you a towel, let's go over to another person. So... Okay. Gwendolyn. You slowly awaken from your trance after the very long night last night. Mm. So, what I'd like to ask is, how much drinking would you say you did?
8: Probably only like one drink. She was okay. too busy fucking around and, okay, you know, causing chaos.
0: Yeah, you're good. Okay. So you awaken from your trance, seeing that Lux is putting away things from a shrine that he's made for himself. And next Mm -hmm. to you, Lulu slowly sort of uncurls herself like a cat that's waking up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so...
8: (gasps) Morning. Good morning.
3: Ah, that was a fun party last night.
8: It was, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. And Gwen just kind of like pets Lulu on the head, huh. um, kind of does like one like really big stretch, and then has Lux left their room yet? No, just chilling by the window. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, Gwen just looks over. Hey, how's it well, going?
5: Uh, yesterday was interesting. I mean, I had fun, I don't know about anybody else, but, um... I had fun. <laughs> I'm glad to hear <laughs> that. Anyway, I think I've got a little thread for us. I mean, you know, we are supposed to go to the docks anyway, and I think hmm. we might have some luck with that stupid little book that has been paying our asses if we go
8: there, so... Oh! Um, I that's good. That is good. Yeah. Okay. Well do you think we'll be getting there this afternoon, providing everyone else is okay? I mean,
5: I don't know how okay everybody else is, because I feel like there's been a lot of questionable decisions uh, going on yesterday, which, don't get me wrong, I love. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, we'll have to see how everybody's doing if we want to do that today, because I'm pretty sure... There's some factory that Adriel still wanted to do, you know, with his uh, little ginger girl. Oh. You know, some nouns passing, all of that stuff. So, right. Yeah, right. we we might have to get that out of the way. But other than that, I think we should head for the dogs today because, oh, God, having Adriel all hangover doing all of that shit, that is, that is going to be a disaster.
8: Uh, that, that will uh, not be ideal. He's already a disaster on the best of days
5: well he's our disaster though so i guess we <laughs> well, yes.
8: <laughs> well yes well yes <Yeah. laughs> okay uh,
5: well let's we can i don't know
8: see if everybody else is alive yeah let's, let's uh, go find everyone, everyone.
0: <laughs> all right so the two of you head out looking for where everyone is and we'll go to the last party member. So, Patina. <laughs> you awaken from your trance, hearing the sounds of soft snoring all around you. Um, in varying states of undress uh, are the members of Loot Destroyers. With Gouge off to one side, uh, passed out on a pillow with Ozzy and Crash framing you on either sides of the bed, and towards one side of the room is an older noblewoman who you might remember joined in the festivities of last night with you and the band, as well as another older gentleman who you remember as her husband sitting in a large armchair towards the back of the room. Uh, Uh...
6: But Tina just like like a fat cat just like stretches like. Mm. A <laughs> mm. <laughs> <I'm> lovely. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm pleased with herself. And then yeah, she just um uh pulls out. I, like how late in the night is it? Is it? Um, like, is this like waking up time?
0: It's waking up time.
2: Oh, okay. It is the morning.
6: Oh, okay. Yeah. So she's just gonna get ready. She's gonna slink out. And, okay.
0: Because she doesn't want to w-
6: disturb their sleep. Just, just get sneak out like a cat and just, like, uh, and uh, start um, uh, heading, down, uh, heading down to meet everybody.
0: Okay, Using Prestidigitation
6: so, to clean everything off of her.
0: Um, okay. So, Patina, you are spotless by the time you finish that up. And, uh, yeah. So... The
6: drop on me. Ah!
0: <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh you look immaculate as always and heading out the door you head downstairs to meet up with the rest of the she,
6: group. She leaves she makes sure to leave her like kiss mark on each
0: person somewhere on their body. Okay. <laughs> so they know that patsy has been this so was like a giant blue kiss mark. Okay. Uh, so you leave your calling card behind before going to join the rest of the group. Yeah. Yeah, just All
6: right. It. So Uh, just see if there's anything, um, shiny to steal. In Um, her purse, along the way. Can I, uh, can I roll for something shiny?
0: Roll me an investigation check. Just, just like a, a drifter. (laughs) Just
6: be like, if there's something shiny, she's putting it in her purse. (laughs) But of course she's acting like, it's totally normal. I belong here. This is, I'm not a shoplifter. (laughs) Investigation, right? Yes. Uh, Oh no,
0: an (laughs) eleven. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, I will say that because of an eleven, I'll say that uh, yeah, you've got some cutlery in your purse. Perfect. (laughs) It's all. (laughs) Yeah. Totally cool. And now all of the group will. Reconvene in the ballroom, where various members of the nobility have woken up slowly. Uh, Mrs. Medlock is going around passing out cups of tea to everybody and things to eat. And all of you hear the sounds of Irving going, Martha, and then Martha, who is mid-throw with a silver fork that is getting like <laughs> getting ready to go into the table just looks over at him with wide, wide eyes, and Martha, if you would assist me in cleaning up the wreckage from around the manor, and so (laughs) sure thing. And don't you even think about throwing that. And so Martha just sheepishly puts the fork on a nearby table before smoothing out her dress. Okay, sure thing. And so the two of them begin going about cleaning up the place as all six of you see each other for the first time since you all went to sleep last night, with the exception of Max.
5: Honestly, all they think that it's real fucking weird. It's basically the end of the world, and we're in hell, and the stuff is still like working. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous.
4: You know what? Yeah, I mean, yep. I'm kind of with you on that one. I mean, they yep. should be trying real hard. Uh when I mean yeah, I mean who knows what's gonna happen tomorrow.
5: Yeah, at least we all had a hell of a party yesterday, hopefully them included, so
4: Yeah, I think everyone enjoyed themselves.
5: Oh yeah, the concert I think was fucking excellent.
4: Yes I mean, good job the,
5: effect, the effects especially, let's chandelier at the end. I mean <laughs> only you could only you could do that.
4: Thank you, <laughs> thank a, you. A, um, a
5: Uh, Gwen, a little wink while
8: saying that. Mm -hmm. Gwen just kind of looks looks down, but she's like trying to hide
0: her smirk. Mm -hmm. Uh, The chandelier that had shattered is now gathered up, and like, um, basically, all of the pieces have been put into like a a bedsheet, which has been tied up to serve as like a makeshift sack, so that there aren't any like sharp shards of crystal lying around.
7: Okay, April anyway. is giving a look at Max, as if to like, say, I want to talk with you.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna roll a perception check to see if I know <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um,
0: sure, to visually see it. Yeah, go ahead. Alright, that's a 20. I guess I see it. All right. Yeah.
7: Wow. <laughs> um, and he's not smiling. He has a very serious look on his face.
5: Anyway, y'all, uh, are we all, I don't know, ready to grab I guess patience and head out. We've got shit ton of stuff to do, I guess.
7: Yes. Uh, Adriel approaches Max and uh, he puts a hand on his shoulder and says, Can I have a word with you, Max?
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, it's. I hope you had a good time last you night. Know, I mean, I didn't see you for a lot of it. So I hope it yeah. wasn't too much for you.
7: Yeah, it was quite a party. Uh, but yeah, like to have a word with you, Max. Uh, sure, on, yeah, Anywhere, any time. All right.
5: Lax right. is exchanging with Gwen like a look of like shit. Missed out on some drama. <laughs>
8: it's like, how do we how do we listen to that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can roll a stealth check if you would like. Oh, I sure oh, can. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, can I have
8: a, a
7: private conversation? Nope, there's no privacy in this in hell.
0: <laughs> so, Adriel, Max, um, let's see. Let me just uh, check both of your passive perceptions. Okay. Um, both of you sense that Gwendolyn is following behind the two of you and trying not to be seen.
7: 21, Uh, come for Lux. Oh. Lux is shadow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Lux is in a perfect spot, but the both of you notice Gwendolyn.
7: Uh, Adriel, at this point, is just focused on having a conversation with Max, so. Is
0: this conversation you need to
4: have with me, does it also involve uh, Gwen over there?
7: Uh, let's just ignore her for now listen max uh, yesterday night was quite a quite a great great show uh, you know thanks for all for all that um, I know everybody here really needed a, a pick me up after you know the whole us being stuck in hell and maybe the end of the world thing happening mm-hmm. but uh, I also remember now something that happened with um, my um with Victor yesterday With my, my groom He um It was revealed yesterday that he Is your son oh, and, he, seems,
4: he seems to be of that persuasion Yeah
7: Well I don't know how much you know of him but He, he came to live with us uh, from a very young age um, You know his mom Worked with us here and So I Victor is like a brother to me And um, I know he's always been Affected by not knowing who his father like not having his father around I didn't even know any of this like I would never expected you to be his father, but point-blank being uh, I imagine he talked to you last night How, how was he looking at because I'm, I'm pretty sure that this affected him. I just want to know if he's okay I haven't seen him at all this morning. <clears throat> Usually he pops in to say hello
4: I mean, I haven't really seen him since the conversation um, but yeah. You know, oh, but you he, had a
7: conversation with him. That's good. What do you get? Were you able yeah, to bond with mean, him?
4: He suggested that that might be the reality of it. Um, I inquired as to his mother, uh, which was not uh, pleasant to
7: us. <laughs> winks, I and mean, yeah, yeah, you know, that topic is kind of off balance Yeah. There.
4: But I mean, you know, I told him what I could Yeah, it seems like he's got a pretty sweet gig here He's got lots of people around him Who care for him And it's, so, um, yeah, I seem real I'm pretty happy for how he's ended up in life Um Yeah, Victor's I mean, a, it's a great guy Yeah, I mean You say he's like a brother to you, right? So that makes yeah. me feel like he's part of your family Right?
7: He is, 100% He is, he is like brother to me He's basically family But, um I mean, this makes all sense now, you know, all his musical talents, you know. I I always knew he could, like, hum a tune, but I never knew that he had that kind of voice. (laughs) Um, But what I'm getting the point here that I'm trying to make, Max, is that, look, I've gotten to know you as you travel around Hell. I can kind of tell what kind of, you know, how you roll and stuff, but um, just, I hope that your conversation with him yesterday, you went you were easy on him you know he's he's only like 19 you know he's still a kid and I think he's very impressionable so I just hope that you didn't say anything that could have you know hurt his feelings
4: I mean I don't think so I mean I'm gonna be honest my way of talking with kids is I basically just treat them like tiny adults right Um, <laughs> because you know I figure that's treating them with respect and such um, yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I mean, I told him he was, uh, yeah, he seemed like he was doing pretty good in life. Um, and I was sorry about hear about his mother.
7: Uh. But did you talk about anything else? Did you, like, ask him questions? How, you know, what he likes? Is he okay? Like, if he, you guys can, like, hang out eventually? After, obviously, after we save the world and fix I, I heard him but... sing.
4: I thought he was a very good singer. I told him that.
7: So, am I getting the impression then that other than that you don't have any plans to form a bond with him at all?
4: I mean, I don't really know the guy, right? Like, we really just met. Right,
7: but are you going to make the attempt, or are you just gonna keep doing you?
4: I mean, I I don't know what we kind of what I'd be able to provide from something like that, right? I mean, like. Yeah, I can come by and say hi when I'm in town, but it's not very often.
7: Right. Well, I mean I don't think I don't think Victor is expecting, you know, you and him to be buddy buddies, but I think he's expecting, you know, his father to acknowledge him and show some sort of interest in him, so
4: I mean you keep using that term. I just feel like you know, you you look you're his family, right? It's not me. What? Right? I mean like Well that you know. th- that mean I much yeah, I guess you didn't, like.
7: you didn't, you didn't raise him, but he's your son. You know, you he wouldn't be in this world if you hadn't, you know, had uh, uh, relationships, relationship, uh, you know, eight of starters with his mom. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not, ty- I'm not trying to make it be like, you know, you yeah, should be his yeah, father and all this,
4: that. You're saying but there just, should be some responsibilities or something. I'm, I'm just saying,
7: that. don't. Yeah, you can't just come into, you know, but having a revelation like that. You can't just come into someone's life like that and go like, Alright, I'm out. Uh, it was nice meeting you. We don't know each other, but I got, you know, I wish you the best. Like, there's, There has to be a little bit more. I'm just Not trying sure. to tell you. Well, you know, you could just, for example, why don't you go check on him today? And just before we leave, just uh, say, Hey, you know, it was nice meeting you. You have a great voice and I hope we can, you know, talk to each other again sometime you know in the future maybe grab i don't know a drink or something i don't know max do something instead of just are you are you telling me that you're totally fine having this revelation and just continue on with your life and not even thinking about it
4: oh I but mean, he's not i'm uh, not gonna think about it he's just you know I, mean, I don't know what i would do about it you know at this point you know he's he's happy he seems like He's got Is he though? Is him. he
7: though? Because I, I'll be honest with you. I know we've, you know, he knows that I. I, mean, I see I've only met brother, him for like but... an
4: hour, so yeah. I mean, I'm making an assumption there, of course. But well, he's saying okay. real good.
7: Some advice then, Max. Here before we leave, I would say, go and check up on him. You know, don't don't sure, leave yeah. without saying some words on him.
4: I mean, I'm gonna be not going to lie. I get lost just following you to this little corner. So <laughs> so, you can, this, if you this, want to this, point him out sometime <laughs> where he might be found. Sure. How,
7: how about this? I'll, I'll have I'll have Irvin fetch him, uh, fetch him because I, I actually don't know where he is. Um actually, you know what? I'll look for him. I'll bring him to towards us before we leave, and you guys can have a little um, a little heart to heart before we leave. You know.
4: Yeah, sure. I mean, if you think it would be helpful. Yeah, right.
7: I do, I do. I think it's what he needs. All right, Max. Sorry to you know be, have this talk with you. I didn't yeah. mean to put all this no, pressure no on problem. you. i just I really care about Victor, and I just want to make sure that you know he's he's good, right? So
4: yeah, fair enough. And you know what? I mean, I'll, I'll accept it, you know advice in these matters because I'm not very familiar with them. Uh, what about you, Gwen? What do you think?
8: <laughs> oh, I was just looking for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Adriel oh just smirks
0: When I'm not even gonna ask For a deception check <laughs>
2: uh,
7: In that case, Adriel's gonna if, if everyone's gonna leave, Adriel's gonna quickly Go fetch uh, Victor, or fi- try to find Victor
0: Okay yeah. so you decide to head out to the stables um okay. and as you do so adriel you uh head out through the front door to see that um you actually bump into aveline who's coming in and she just <laughs> looks up at you with oh. wide eyes all of a sudden oh. there's a piece of hay sticking out of her hair <laughs> so you gotta-
7: Ruffling, you got a, a piece of hay stuck in your hair there, oh, let me get uh, it for you. Uh,
0: no, 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 it's, no I, I got it, I got it. And she ruffles her hair and the hay falls out. Oh. Okay. Mm. Uh, what, were okay.
7: You, what were you doing in the stables? What's go- oh, were you looking for Victor?
0: Yes. Yes, I was.
3: <laughs> he's, he's outside the stables. Actually.
7: Outside! Oh, alright. Yeah. Awesome. Well, did you happen to see a puppy? A hell puppy?
0: Yes, the... The puppy is out there as well.
7: Oh, okay. Awesome. Um, <laughs> cool. uh, 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 all
0: mm-hmm. right. I got to go. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Bye. And so bye. she just goes right past you into the house. Just, yeah. For anybody else who's looking, she seems incredibly awkward at suddenly being confronted <laughs> with Adriel.
7: Adriel does not pick up on it and <laughs> goes forward
0: so uh Adriel I'm gonna have...
5: maintain stealth so I don't mm. have to deal with teenage feelings in case she's possible
0: <laughs> okay so yeah Aveline you see looks after Adriel for a bit before just uh, rubbing at her eye for a moment then heading inside can and I, so can hmm. I say I went to look for Victor while everyone was talking you know what?
6: Sure. So, Patina, you go out to no, the stables. No, I feel bad. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm i going to do this. Yeah, I'm going to do this. Yeah, let's do this. So, Patina, <laughs> you go out to the stables. She's um, used to this with Bax. She's
0: like, yes, I've seen these <laughs> children. So, you look over the stables. Uh, you don't see anybody There. Then from the other side, like the far side of the stables, uh, you hear a... Like the sound of something hitting wood. And you go (laughs) around the stables to take a look, and you actually see Victor in the training yard. He's set up like a target for target practice? He has a quiver of arrows and a bow. He's standing about 30 feet away, and he's just taking an arrow out, lining up his shot, and... And I'm gonna roll an attack roll to see how he does for his shots. And I will let you know, Patina, um, the arrow hits the edge of, like, the very edge of the target, and he just lets out a bit of a curse uh, at that, just under his breath as he takes another arrow out.
6: Oh, visa.
0: So, so. Huh? Oh, oh, uh, uh... Um, and he, like, actually spins around fast enough that some of the arrows fall out of his quiver. They <laughs> land all over the ground, and he just hurriedly starts oh, picking them up.
6: Easy, oh, easy. You'll oh. we'll have to... Look at your target and let out a breath before you. Here, let me show you. And she's uh, like the ghost.
0: And on the trigger. okay, so the blue manicured dragon hand helps him line up his next shot. At, oh, oh, oh! And so, yeah, he holds the bow. And oh, he... she goes behind him and seven and does like the like. She's like, oh, wow, oh, oh, ah, ah, ah. yes. So now he's gonna roll. You're giving him the. I'm gonna say you're giving him the help action. But because he's distracted, he's not going to roll with advantage. By my rock hard nipples!
6: <laughs>
1: oh my
0: fucking god! My god! Mean, <laughs> pressing up. I Sorry, I got. I mean, something. your word's not mine. So. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. So, not twenty. Um, and there is already an arrow in the bullseye. The arrow he loosed splits it right down the middle.
2: (sighs) So Uh, good.
0: Thanks. And you take a look at the target, actually, Patina. This uh, target, like, most of the arrows are close to the bullseye, if not in it already. Like, you can tell that if he's been practicing for a little while, this kid seems like a naturally talented archer. Uh, well
6: done, Have you been uh, practicing all the
0: Uh Well, I mean, I've just been practicing ever since we got, you know, down into Elturel and stuff, because uh, you know, I'm not too good with swords and things, but I had to, you know, find a way to sort of help out and just ensure that, you know, I can do something against the devils and stuff, so uh, you know, Mr. Irvin suggested that maybe a, you know, archery might be, uh, Something I could do.
6: This is, this is wonderful. Why do you, you see something? she, like, kind of sits on the ground with, uh, Victor. Uh,
0: okay. And he kind of, like, goes over and awkwardly sits down next to you, not sure what this is all about.
6: I know that this was a difficult night for you. You spoke with Max... Yeah. I have known Max for many, 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 (laughs) many years. Uh... He was a young man when I first met him. Uh... Mm. But, you know, I, uh... hmm, I wish I could make this pain easy for you. I have seen this many times. Um...
0: And at that, he looks at you. He's got other kids.
6: Yes, yes. You do. You know you have a, a half brother. Many mm. half brothers and sisters all over Feyrun.
0: He's just slowly blinking with wide, wide eyes.
6: Yes, he has been all over Feyrun, and Max is a. Uh, a little bit uh, like a a bird and he flies wherever he the, is banned or takes him the, the, his his song he must spread it everywhere he goes but um to anyone who can hear and you know it, while he is not always the one to stay in the nest There are other birds out there, and maybe if you find some, like, (gasps) there is a a half-orc blacksmith in Boulder's Gate. He is your brother. He is a little bit older, but I think you might get along with him. He is very good with the weather. Uh, Okay. And I, you know, and she just starts writing down some names of, um, uh, oh. of, of, uh, uh, of, like, uh, and this is Susa. Oh, she is lovely. And, you know, she, uh, <laughs> she lives in Neverwinter. But, you know, you are not alone. Even so, Ma- uh, Max is, uh, must fly do not forget this I'm sure he's been crying so she just wipes a tear like lying off his cheek and stuff
0: um, his eyes look very very red as though he has cried so much over the last night he doesn't have any tears left like he just takes the long list of names that you give him and he just looks over it with some degree of... Not just, like, he was emotionally exhausted, but now he's looking at it as though he doesn't know what else to think all of a sudden.
6: And she just, like, uh, uh, gives uh,
0: Victor a big old hug. At this, he doesn't respond as Like, before, when you pressed yourself up against him, he was very flustered. At this, he just... relaxes in your hug, as though... he doesn't know what else to do, and he just says... Does he even care about any of us?
6: In his own special way, he cares about every person. The audience is like his children, you know? Uh, every, the last night when you see him perform, everyone in the audience is his children. He, he takes care of them, make sure them feel at ease. I wish this was different, but... I am so sorry, Victor. But you know, he is, when he comes, He is lovely to be around, but,
0: you know, I... And it's it's at this point that Adriel, you come into the uh, training yard, and you see Patina giving Victor a hug and talking to him.
7: Oh, Adriel has a, a sad look on his face when he says that, and approaches, but, like, Walk slowly towards them, basically. To not disturb them.
0: And, Patina, you see that Adriel is approaching.
6: Oh, Adriel! Aw! Oh. Look, look at what Victor has done. Oh, he is becoming quite a shot. I do say so for myself.
7: Wow, Victor, this is great! Got quite the talent there, man. Thanks. Maybe you can join the Hellriders. Um,
0: maybe. I don't know.
7: You will find
8: hey. your own
6: path sooner or later, Victor. And that is the best journey there is. Don't forget the future. The journey is half the, is the, the best part.
0: So, yeah. Victor is still quiet. And it's at this point that the stable door opens and Celeste uh, comes out, the big tiefling brushing hay off of herself as she trudges out. And suddenly all of you hear a, "Ah!" as suddenly the hellhound puppy just like races out of the stables, tripping over its own feet, going sprawling on the ground. All of its heads suddenly perk up, sneeze, then turn around, see you or all of you, and immediately it rushes up to you, Adrian.
7: Oh, hello, boys! How are <laughs> my boys doing this morning? <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, it is. Um, it puts his front paws up on your leg, Adriel, and is, like, jumping up to try and get at you.
7: Adriel picks up the puppy and holds him up high, and,
0: and the puppy like <laughs> is licking your face uh, over and over and over again.
7: Aww, oh, you guys are such good boys. Are you guys hungry? Do you guys want to go for a little walk before? Alrighty. Oh, and
0: Victor. Oh yeah, I'll uh, I'll I'll get them some food. Uh,
7: Victor, come here for a moment before. Come here.
0: Uh, okay.
7: Angel hugs him, nope. gives him like a brotherly hug. Oh. <laughs> uh. Thanks. All right, buddy. Also, uh, before we gotta go, we gotta go. But uh... he oh. <laughs> she acts my hook better.
6: She walks <laughs> Um, Sorry. Just she gets, gets, away gets, with her Whoa. butt showing, just like.
7: Ooh. Sorry. Uh, actually, uh, Victor. Yeah. Before we leave, if you could just, uh, meet us, uh, at the entrance of the manor, I'll just, uh... Okay. Max, we'd like to have a few words with you before we leave.
0: At this, he kind of freezes up a bit. Okay. Uh, don't worry,
7: it's it's just, you know, it, yesterday was quite hectic, you know, a lot of things were revealed. And, uh, you know, before we depart, it's only fair that now that we have, uh... You know, the alcohol is—you know—our brains are much more stable right now, so we can have more of a conversation. Also, just Max wants to say a few words before we leave, so just uh, meet us by the entrance. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh,
0: and okay. And he takes the puppy from you and just gives it some absent scratches behind the ear. Just clearly, suddenly lost in thought at the moment.
7: And but Adrian mm-hmm. leaves him alone.
0: Okay. <laughs> So you head back to the manor, of uh, Celeste giving you a nod, Adriel, and, hey, I, Oh! So I give, uh,
6: I give wait a Celeste, a, a, a like, a, like, cleaner off, <laughs> with a presentation, um, yeah. but knowing, like, oh. Uh,
2: I just saw Abilene really actually, uh,
7: she had, like, straw in her hair, and you, oh, wait a minute, oh, did you see Abilene?
2: Uh, <laughs> um, wait.
7: On passing,
6: of course. Yes, Andrea, it is Came a, by- it's busy. There's lots of people here that must be taking care of.
7: Oh, you must have been helping her train. That's great on you, Celeste! And, like, it gives like, a friendly pat on the shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) I I always like that about you, Celeste. You you always take the initiative. That's awesome.
0: Uh, Celeste Celeste just awkwardly and slowly nods.
7: (laughs) That's awesome. Actually, Celeste, before I leave, I wanted to ask you a favor. Uh, I know I've been asking you a lot of things, but this is very important. Uh, actually, I can probably ask it right now. Uh, Time it's off the essence right now, but okay, this is the thing. Um, so, you know, Abilene is a squire. Yeah? The thing is, though, the, the, the job that we're doing right now is really dangerous. And it is important for Abilene to continue her, you know, her, to improve on her skills and keep growing as a... Because uh, her, her, her dream is to become a knight. So, I was wondering if you wouldn't mind, you know, helping her train, like training her, taking her under your wing sort of speak
2: uh, i mean,
7: imagine she's bored you know waiting for me as as <laughs> as her she is my squire but I, I i right now i can't really fulfill that duty so i was wondering if you could you know <laughs> fill in for me <laughs> <laughs> i'm having such a hard time saying this <laughs> uh, fit, out of character i'm trying to like okay back in character uh, uh, so i'm having uh, i'm just wondering if you could you know take her in take her in you're such a you know I really admire your skills, and I think Evelyn can really grow in those skills, learning from you. So, I hope I'm not imposing. I, if you, if it's uh, a no, no, worry no, about no, no, no.
0: Um, I, I, yeah. I mean, if she needs uh help, I can. Yeah, I can, I can, I can do that. I yeah, just hope sure. she
7: doesn't get angry at me again, cause like she wanted to talk to me, and then suddenly now she doesn't. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Awesome, thank you, Celeste. Thank you so much.
0: No um, problem. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna get some food. Yeah,
7: yeah, yeah, go, go ahead.
0: Okay, All right. cool. Uh, and yeah, she uh heads off. And then, um, yeah, you hear a voice uh, telepathically from inside the stables. Adriel!
3: Hey, Angelus! How are you doing, Hi, buddy?
7: Adriel.
0: Oh my gosh, you would not believe what happened last night! <laughs> oh, what happened, buddy?
2: <laughs> oh no! Aveline oh, yeah. and the
0: big devil lady were fighting in the stables. What? Oh, I'm
7: sure they were just practicing sword fighting and
2: stuff.
0: <laughs> but, uh, no, it wasn't with swords, Adriel. They were biting each other on the mouth over and over and rolling around in the hay. At- <laughs> biting each other? Each <gasps> other. <At> <laughs> and <laughs> then they were, then, and then they started wrestling around and they started biting each other in different places. Okay, all right.
7: That they were. <laughs> <laughs> uh, forget what you saw, <laughs> uh, what you saw was they were just practicing, be- they're uh, practicing because, uh, uh, you know, Celeste is a knight like me, and she is a great fighter, and as you know, Aveline is learning how to be a better fighter, and so she was just teaching her how to f- fight with her well.
0: Oh! So that's why they were praying to their gods over and over. Because Aveline (laughs) kept saying, Oh Helm! And the Devil Lady kept saying, That's it! right!
7: Angelus, you know what?
0: Uh, I gotta go buddy! Uh, I gotta go! You just, uh...
7: Yeah, uh, Adriel doesn't... Adriel's mind just... You know like the, uh, the... What's it called? The gift that's like, has stopped working? That's basically what's happening right now with Adriel. Mm. Um... All right, Angelus. I'm just gonna. I have to go now, buddy. Uh, but just uh, yeah, you know, if you need anything, just let Vic, uh, Victor. will take care of you, as you know. Okay. Um, I'll be right back, buddy. All right. All right. Angel's okay. <laughs> face is red, and also he cannot even like comprehend everything. <laughs> it's just like a mess. <laughs> so,
0: the rest of the morning goes by pretty smoothly for everyone, as various people are waking up. A lot of folks are in various states of hangover, but rations are brought out, and your group gets, yeah, a meager, uh, but, uh, you know, still filling breakfast and some water to drink, and soon enough, uh, yeah, everybody has woken up, still, like, everyone is definitely in a good chipper mood after the events of last night, and... Uh, Max, you're getting pats on the back from a couple nobles who come by your table and stuff like that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, just glad everyone had a good time. And a couple people are actually dropping off, uh, things like a couple of coins or a brooch here and there or things like that in front of you as tips and stuff. Oh, wonderful. So, Max, by the time the pile has finished, um, you know that you've made... Definitely, your share of tips before in terms of, you know, different performances and stuff. Some nights where it was bad, you know, maybe it was a couple copper pieces and a silver. Some nights when you guys were in your heyday, like, you could make maybe uh, 15 to 20 gold pieces in a single night. Um, You do the math. What you have in front of you is... 512 gold pieces worth of coins and trinkets that these nobles have given you. Nice. Wow, well, they must figure these things aren't worth
4: in hell or something. I mean, otherwise, yeah. I mean, I figured they'd be sending me a bill for that chandelier and whatnot. But, right, not gonna complain. Hmm.
0: So yeah, uh, you... Pocket the tips as your band comes over, Max, and they all sit down and Crash just gives you a grin and a nod.
2: Good to see you, man.
0: <sighs> yeah,
4: oh, I don't know about any of you, but oh, we were, we've we been paid by folks. Oh, shit, yeah. What do we got here? Yeah, so we should probably, yeah, and
0: Max is going to distribute it equally, evenly around the band. And, okay, so that, for everybody, that would be, I believe, 128. So, yeah, Max, you have 128 gold pieces. All right. Okay. So, as they're all counting up their coins and stuff, uh, yeah, William Stagger's forward, Max's fa- or Adriel's father, uh, he's just got uh, like a cup of water in his hands and he's like squinting against the light coming in from outside and he's just good morning gentlemen hey wait yeah uh, thanks
4: again for the uh, lovely hospitality Uh, of course uh, of course yeah it uh, was fun getting to perform here
0: Uh, yeah you got real swank place here i'm glad you enjoyed the accommodations uh it was a very fun party and probably one of the best nights of my life uh mm. yeah so no need to worry about the mess i've already spoken with Irvin; everything is good i just his name
4: yeah uh oh so thank you oh it gets these across the room thank
0: you for the the massaging and such And Irvin just has a broom and a dustpan, looks over to you, Max, and just gives you a thin-lipped smile and a nod before turning back to his work. (laughs) But you are always welcome to come back for another performance. Uh, I understand that you are going to be heading out with my son soon?
4: We've got to save this place right, so... Yeah, job's not done yet.
0: Hmm. Still,
4: still getting dragged into hell, right?
0: Well, just stay safe, be careful, and wishing you all the best, sir. Uh, yeah, and I
4: as you as well. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of nasty things out there, so yeah, make sure you keep
0: them wards up. That's the plan, sir. And so with that, he, uh, has his own meal as well, but in short order, all six of you have gotten yourselves together, picked everything up, um, and yeah, so all of you are getting ready to head out once again?
5: Um, yeah, as the group gathers in, um, I am just gonna turn out, uh, turn to the group and say, well, I've got a good, um, good authority from my, you know, my fave, uh, Saluna that, if we head out to the docks, we might have some good luck with that book that we've been trying to track. But, uh, Adriel, wasn't there another stuff that you wanted to make? You know? The whole puppy situation? The letter situation? I don't know what what we finally decided on. God, yesterday was a lot.
7: So, Adriel is just muttering under his breath, like, with, like, he has, like, a, a sort of a haunted look on his face, like, the to hate together fighting, fighting. Uh, um.
0: But, uh, uh. I but. will say, on the other side of the room, uh, you see that Aveline has some food and she's just eating it. But she's like got a bit of a nervous energy about her, as though she's lost in thought. She occasionally glances up, looks at you, Adriel. But when she sees that you're looking at her, she just immediately like her attention goes back to her food and she just keeps eating.
7: Adrian blushes and averts his gaze and just looks at the ground as he continues walking Adrian, huh?
5: Are we doing are we visiting your girl, you know the, uh. the... Are we doing the whole like, right. letter change or something? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I, I are uh, we just heading straight to the docks? I don't remember. Le- I mean sorry, I just don't know where she lives, so I don't know if it's an hour away, if it's worth
2: she, it
7: she, right now or She lives nearby. Yeah, no, I was thinking we can just like, give her the you know the stone just in case so mm. you know, if anything happens she can reach out. And yeah, I was thinking we can just do the letter with the stone, so the letter will just look like I don't know orders or something
5: for the take a little second right now to you know scribble up the letter right now oh wait no actually uh maybe i should take you aside just because like i don't want to write a letter when we're you know like potentially gonna get attacked but more beasts or whatever i can let me i'm gonna use my fucking quill to make it all sneaky you know so only she can read it let's write it down right now so we don't have to waste time when we're you know in yeah, yeah. yeah, it it's should it just, uh, you know, haven,
7: right? I've thought about it, it should just be something really quick, you know, just be like, "Hey, I really like to talk with you, this is a stone that allows for that to happen. Also, if you are able to, for the next time we meet, if we can meet in the secret garden, I'll write that down. Let me write that down quickly. And Adria starts, yeah, doing that. Okay,
5: I'm gonna give you the quill That so... I don't know what you wanted to like appear that it's written for anybody else. Other than I her. was thinking
7: it's gonna be like uh, orders or something for like because it's like sh- the Roachdale's place now is uh just like my place here, so maybe okay. orders for that. You know, keep the wards up, uh, patrol, patrol, time slots. And I don't know. That like that.
5: She would have on her. I mean, I don't know her deal, so maybe she is in charge of shit like that. But maybe like think of something that would be plausible that she would have on her so if she is in charge of you know all of the shit then great but i don't know it's your it's sorry it's it's your it's your thing i'm not gonna mess with it
2: You do. well she is the
7: she's the head of the she's the head of the the household as well so like
2: she's the oldest one so
7: i would imagine she has the same responsibilities as i do you know just to help around and she always did help uh, her father with things so yeah i feel like she could you know probably take a look at that. Her father's kind of a prick, as you notice, so oh, yeah,
5: she would be the I one taking
7: care of this. <laughs> or her mom. Oh,
5: also like God. good for her. I mean like yeah you did mess it up but like damn that was such a score before you messed it up. Anyway, yeah right
1: I'm the <laughs> <laughs> Angel like <laughs> he almost cries for when
7: he's like yeah, no uh, yeah let me just get the writing I'll write I'll get to writing right now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Lax feels so, a little bit bad, he was just I'm like okay. in a, a
5: grumpy morning mood feeling like being a little bit snappy and now he's just like, oh shit, okay, I pushed it a little bit too far, well fuck
2: No, it's fine, so, I'm
5: not crying it's all good
0: <laughs> So this note that you're writing yep. uh, so basically you are telling um, Amaryllis that she can contact you using the sending stone and that you can meet her in your mother's garden and stuff
7: yeah, so like obviously whenever the best time for that is to just let me know through the Sending Stone and then we can we can meet there. That would be our meeting spot because it's a secret place, only few people know that basically meet her
0: and Irvin and my dad. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, how are you planning to get this note to her without anybody else seeing it?
5: Well, the plan uh, is that we're gonna sneak close to where she's at and I'm gonna go invisible and I'm gonna drop it at her spot right we're gonna like first approach the place and uh, under the guise of like we're just coming from high hall checking if everybody is all right and then i'm gonna oh.
7: yeah
5: that's what yeah maybe i could maybe i could take and-
7: maybe i could wear maybe i could wear a disguise like the disguise of one of like the soldiers so and then i can go with you you can be invisible i won't talk and then yeah just
5: then I, feel I like don't know. Knowing <laughs> Maybe our luck, I feel like we're making it way too complicated. You we should we do it. You guys go ourselves <laughs> and you're like very much like, hey, we don't want to be here either, but like we're just... coming oh. here from high school to check up on all of you while well, I'm already invisible. So they're not like, oh, where is... Oh, I, I could be forward? the distraction
7: as myself. Just go in there and then my attention... They hate me already, so their attention will be on me. Then you sneak in. Yeah, I like that. I like that plan. That's what you're you are talking about, you feel particularly
5: right? confident about your deception skills,
7: I'm not dis- I'm not- <laughs> I'm not saying I'm going there in decept- like, in disguise. I'm gonna go as myself, you know, okay. um, and then drop the attention on me. And then that okay. helps you, I guess. I don't know.
5: Cool. Uh, we're gonna go with your plan. Let's just make sure that Latina does her little she, uh, magic let's... stuff before we get too close, so they're not- they don't notice that I'm suddenly gone, right? Like,
6: uh huh. Absolutely, but uh, uh, Adriel, I don't think you should uh go, cause then, then they will be on high alert, and she, Of course, she is the head of the household. So she'll have to deal with you. If you come to the house,
7: no. Adriel has a smile, like a stupid smile, on his face. But then he is like, right? No, you're right. That makes no sense.
6: Uh, yeah, I, I, I should it, not let, go. It, let's, let's keep it simple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, will, I will cast uh, invisibility on the the locks
7: and. Yeah,
6: yeah. yeah. Let's have Lux good. do
7: it. Thanks. All right, Lux, I trust you on this. You can do this. Okay. And sorry, sorry about doing. Sorry about putting this on you, Lux. So thank you.
5: Yeah, for... It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, just gotta get it out of the way and then hit the docks. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. Bomb. Let's, just, like,
6: just let's hit the docks. I, yep. I could send uh, um, uh, uh, Sherry with you, and then uh, they could tell me if you um, come to any troubles.
5: Oh, that's an excellent idea. Patina, you're a genius. Adore you.
6: Okay, let's okay. let's do it. Let's, Can we just get out of here yes. already? <laughs> I, for I have the ritual cast, uh, i familiar, and I've brought Cherry back. If that's right, Chris.
0: Yeah, okay, so you're going to summon Cherry then? Yes, please. Okay, cool. Your audio is just being really weird for a second there, so I needed to just, yeah, catch up on some stuff. So, okay, if you're going to summon cherry, then you, it's about ten minutes, right? I have the ritualistic feat from my orb, and it's a half, so five minutes. Okay, so, gathering some things together, Patina, you spend ten gold pieces worth of reagents, and, or, and then, with five minutes of prep time, you cast the ritual, The air around you is suffused with teal light as sigils appear around you, and then, with a whirling of smoke and a sparkling series of lights like fireflies, (laughs) Cherry uh, is flapping through the air and lands on your shoulder, Patina.
6: Oh, my Cherry, I've missed you.
0: Baby, we've got to stop meeting like this.
6: (laughs) Oh, he should be. Ah! Mm We have work to do, so. oh,
0: always.
6: Oh, what are we
0: doing,
3: baby?
6: Busy day. Oh, we have to bring these sarcastic lovers together. And we will tell you later. We'll tell you more. Oh,
0: fill me in.
6: Oh, I want you to feel me. Yeah. Oh, I'm
0: Later, baby. I mean,
5: There's like five seconds that Lax is considering asking Patina what exactly is the nature of her relationship with her familiar and then <laughs> <that laughs> like, yep, let's head up. It's time.
2: Mm.
0: Okay, so uh, you all make for the front entrance of the building and outside, by the front gate leading out of the estate, you see that victor is there uh anxiously waiting and then he sees your group and he just suddenly goes uh stiff just uh yeah he looks very very nervous all of a sudden
7: and adriel just kind of uh kind of bumps the shoulder of max to say hey there you
4: go uh, yeah okay max is gonna walk over uh, yeah, so um, I was having a conversation with Adriel, and I feel like um, it sounds like your how you felt about our conversation was not uh, similar to how I felt about our conversation. So I figured we should resolve that um, because uh, yeah, I mean I, when I was saying that I felt like. You've got it pretty good here. It seems like you found good family. You've got people who love you and all that. Uh, that wasn't me trying to say that I was, you know, saying that like so I don't care at all. Um, it's just, I mean, it, you know, I met you for an hour, so it takes some getting used to 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 conversing and, and whatnot. And uh, I clearly I misread you. Oh. Um, and uh, yes, I, you know what? I'm here to listen to whatever you have to say. Uh, to me about me or oh, yourself
3: o- okay
0: um just uh I- it's just that I've grown up hearing about you but never actually met you and I've always kind of wondered what it would be like, like getting to know you and spending time with you because like when I grew up a lot of the other kids had dads and stuff and I always wanted to know what that was like really and I I know that you it sounds like maybe you travel around a lot and I thought that maybe you'd want to spend some time and get to know me and you know, actually, be—I—I I, I don't know. I—I I re- this is just so—it's just really unexpected, and I'm just—I'm—I'm I'm sorry. I'm really not sure what I'm babbling.
4: Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah, I mean, what I have to say is really like all I can offer you is you. know, Like, yeah, we can spend time and we can yeah. chat and we can get to know each other, but I can't really offer you like. Hey look, here's your dad who's been with you your entire life, because that's not me. It's I haven't done that. Right? Like, but I can give you like hello, here's who I am. Uh you know, a flawed human being like yourself. Um, you know, we're both adults and now and um we're both, you know, with uh yeah, so we can meet on that level. Absolutely. Um but yeah, I mean if you I'm not gonna be able to magically put myself you know of your childhood memories. Um, because,
0: so yeah, what you're saying it. is okay. Like as he's figuring this out, Max, roll me a flat persuasion check. Normally this would be with disadvantage, but because Patina took the time to talk to him earlier and give him an understanding of who you are, kind of, this cancels out the disadvantage.
4: All right. I rolled an 8 with a plus 10, so that's
0: 18. 18? Okay. An 18's not bad. Like, Uh he seems to be processing, and he slowly says, so... what you're saying is you can't go back and be there my whole childhood, because that's not possible, but we can still... Spend time together soon and get a better understanding of each other and yeah. see where it goes from there.
4: Yeah, I mean, I, be, I I I respect you, so to be realistic, like I have my my family as well, by which I mean my band and such. So I am going to need to probably keep touring and such. So I can't guarantee I'm going to stay in this town, you know, for years, but. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, we can catch up and chat and, uh, yeah, develop a friendship and such. Absolutely.
0: Okay. And he's slowly nodding as if, like, it's definitely not what he expected, but at the same time, that doesn't mean it's entirely a bad thing. It's different, but not entirely negative. Okay, that uh, okay, sure, all
4: right, all right. Well, yeah, I mean, good meeting you. And yeah. Again, lovely voice, like absolutely stunning. Oh, you know what? Uh, uh-huh. yeah. uh, Max is going to reach into his job a uh, pocket and pull out twenty gold coins. Uh, here's uh, your portion of the tips from last night for that for that song. It was excellent. Uh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you earned it.
0: <laughs> oh. Uh- Thank, thank you. And this actually, flat like, you can tell Max he's flattered, because like, he, now he realizes that you do respect him because you're treating him like a fellow professional.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, well, uh, thanks, I'll, um, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll try to practice more. Yeah, I do. I mean, yeah, yeah, you got a future there. Thank you. Alright, well, uh, I'll talk to you soon, but uh, be careful out there. Yeah, you too. Okay. And, yeah, with that, uh, Max, you rejoin the rest of the group. He seems like a good kid.
4: He says that to, uh, to Adriel.
1: I'm so <laughs> proud of you, Max!
7: Good job, buddy. <laughs> That was good. That was great. Awesome. Thank you for that. Alright, shall we go? Shall we go? Let's go.
2: Yep,
0: let's we'll go. All right. So the six of you and Lulu leave the Whitlock estate and venture back out into El Torel once more. And with a new destination in mind, you all decide to go over to the Rochedale estate. And in hopes of getting a very specific letter to Amaryllis starting near uh, Adriel's house you all make your way through the ruined streets of Elturel, slipping in and out between buildings, keeping an eye out for demons and devils, but thankfully things are quiet as you make your way towards the Rochedale Estate. Adriel, Lux, you both know where it is, having been there in before in the past and Adriel your group begins approaching the front gates of the estate you see that yeah there is a fairly high stone wall and large wrought iron gates as well as a pair of guards who are standing on the inside of the estate weapons on hand as they're keeping an eye on the streets and
2: yeah so we wouldn't says, walk up
5: too close we would yeah. we would uh before we get close enough for the guards to be able to see us, uh Lux would get us into like a uh little alley to like talk to Patina and talk through the whole like hey, they gotta need to make me invisible before we get there. So when I yes. disappear to deliver the message, they're not like, Hey,
6: where did that one person go? Uh I got you uh, Lux and I uh, get uh, put sh- uh, Sherry on Lux's shoulder and uh, turn them both invisible with a third level spell.
0: Okay. So uh, putting your hands on both of them, Patina, you quickly turn both Lux and Cherry invisible. And, yeah, having disappeared from the field of view, Lux, what is your plan?
5: Uh, And I already got from Adriel the letter and the sending stone, correct? Yeah. Okay, great. Well, then, um, I guess, as we talked, Adriel, you don't speak, and I don't know, are are we doing the whole thing of, like, just not Adriel walking up and being like, hey, we're from High Hall, just checking up if you're all okay, so then I can sneak by?
7: Uh, I think it was the study that I actually i shouldn't really appear there because it might create problems so
6: yeah you can just anyone else could do it uh except adriel everyone knows everyone hates adriel yeah everyone hates adriel (laughs) so let's i'm just gonna go stand in this corner it's (laughs) alright.
7: who
2: should
6: go
5: tina you're a smooth talker i mean i don't know or uh sort you have like a, you know, the appearance of being a soldier and maybe they'll take you seriously as well if you come with Patina and the two of you can talk them up so I have, you know, a moment to sneak
1: by? I don't know. How do you feel about that plan? Uh, As long as I don't have to talk to the nobles, I'm happy.
3: Don't worry.
6: I will take care of you. I, mean, just, uh, <laughs> I will protect you from the big bad uh, money people. <laughs> <laughs> I meant she just like tucks her arm around her and his, uh, his bicep. And they're like, ooh. <laughs> All,
2: right. All right. So,
0: the <laughs> two of you head up towards the front gate. And, and I, the two yeah. of you.
5: You, we're uh, following as well, invisible behind
6: uh, me. Alright.
0: Birdie on my shoulder. Alright.
6: You were right. part of the, so you were part of the mercenary group. We will say we were part of that. And ensuring they are protected. What was it again? Burning fist? Flame? flame, flame. <laughs> flaming fist. Flaming fist! <laughs> we are flaming and we are fierce to protect. <laughs> okay ready. Uh, I know my story, alright? My backstory is ready.
0: (laughs) Alright. So the two of you approach the front gate. The two guards standing on duty, seeing your approach and, alright, that's far enough. Can we help you two?
6: Hello. We are here to speak with the heads of the household. We are of the Flaming feast.
0: Uh, roll me a deception check, Bettina.
4: Uh, say something, Starcher! <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, is that, what
8: that No, never mind.
1: Anyway, that's his,
6: uh His one caveat was that he wasn't gonna speak!
0: And with that, I get a nine! <laughs> the guard... Looks at you. Patina, I'm, gonna, and I'm, grow I'm, using, I'm
6: using using magical guidance. There we go. I'm going to use get, re-roll. <laughs> I'm disappointed in myself. I'm re-rolling that. This is uh... no. I got. I got 12. Not much better. This
0: is great. This is great. <laughs> the guard frowns at you, Patina. If you're a member of the Flaming Fist, where's your uniform? They got
2: dirty. Yep.
6: We are in hell. How would I keep that clean? It takes a lot to make this look good.
0: Uh, He is just giving you a flat stare patina, like, very clearly, not buying it. (laughs) What's something the framing fish would do, Sarcha? What's something the
6: framing fish would do, Sarcha? And she just, like, <laughs> grips on her on his arm, just being like... <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy <Yeah>. style, like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she, like, stumbles a little bit, and then is like... Uh... <clears throat> yes? Yes we, what? uh... Uh... Don't have our... Our uniforms, because... They got set on fire.
0: And both of the guards are just looking at each other. <laughs> okay, look, what are you really here for and what do you want? We want to speak to the heads of the households! And they're both looking at each other and they give us a sec and they both like step back a bit and just sort of mumble to each other a little bit, like trying to talk to each other out of earshot of you two. Then one of them, hold on, uh, and he just goes towards the estate while the other guy just stands guard, keeping a suspicious eye on the two of you. Meanwhile, as (laughs) this is going on, Lux, how are Uh, you planning to get inside? uh, I mean, like, I was
5: hoping to wait till the gates are open at any situation, so... If one of them is going back in, would the gates be open as he's going Mm -hmm. in?
0: No. See, they're on the inside of the gates. Like, they've been talking to you through the iron bars of the wrought iron gates and stuff, so at no point are these things opening up.
6: Oh, then can I, like, uh, hold up my hand and try to look in the direction of Lux and, and try to, like, signal to... Where Lux- Well, I'm going to message them if I can if they don't get my grip, but I'm going to try to face-step them through the gates, if I can see through the gates.
5: I mean, I would also want to scale, like, how tall is whatever the gate, that the, the wall that is, I'm assuming, around the... Yeah, it's the about
0: thing. 10 feet in height. Uh,
5: I think that... I mean, I want to... Look around if there is anything, like, I mean, we're in hell, like, if there is any debris or anything that I could parker off to maybe attempt to scale the wall as they're chatting.
2: Um,
0: I'll say that there's, um, a shattered cart that has spilled over into the street, like, and a number of crates have fallen off of it that you can maybe use as, like, a stepping stone.
5: Okay, so while they're talking, like, as they're... I, w- I would probably be looking at everything as they're talking with the guards to hope that the guards are distracted with the conversation uh, to do all of that. Uh, okay. So I'll attempt to jump over the using it as, like, parkour thing.
0: Roll me an athletics check.
5: Uh, I was hoping to use an acrobatic. That's why I specifically phrased it as uh,
7: parkour.
0: I will say that because of the sheer height this is going to be athletics, acrobatics is for stuff like keeping your balance or doing like, tell you what, um, I will say for this circumstance, yeah, you can either roll athletics or acrobatics with disadvantage.
5: I mean, if it's 10 feet and I'm 6 feet myself, I just didn't think that it would be that much of a challenge. Like, at least grab it. But sure, I'll, I'll do with disadvantage acrobatics. Okay, the first one is great. So, fingers crossed. 16 total?
0: Sure, that's enough. So you're able oh, okay. to, uh, yeah, basically leap off the crate leap upwards uh sort of getting a foothold into the side of the wall uh reaching up you get your fingers over the lip of the wall and you after a little bit of pulling you're able to get a chin up uh underneath you and you're able to just pull yourself over the side of the wall
5: okay cool uh so i've been here before so i mean i would just want to like quietly drop myself onto... Like, I will want to look around first to, like, make sure that there isn't anything right underneath on the other side that would either make a noise or be a person. Um, Uh, But if there's... hmm. Should I roll something, or is it clear?
0: Uh, There are a bunch of dead flower bushes underneath you. Uh,
5: If I just walk on the wall for a little bit, can I just find, a relatively clear spot that, like, I know that if I land, I'm not gonna make too much noise?
0: Sure. Uh, if you walk along for a bit, you can also see some, uh, dead trees nearby that you can leap into the branches of and then sort of climb your way down to the ground.
5: Okay, I'm gonna do that, and then, uh, considering I've been here before, would I have an idea where, what direction I should go to potentially find Amaryllis? Yes, you do. So I would I would uh, make my way in the direction that I think I might find her while keeping my eyes real open to make sure that there. I mean I am invisible, but just in case that there isn't anything um, that could be of any danger, while still stealthily despite the invisibility, making my way that direction.
0: Okay, sure. So to get through the house unseen, I will ask you to make a stealth check with advantage.
2: Thank god for the
5: advantage 23
0: Cool, just one moment please Okay So You slip inside the building moving about, you see that there are a number of servants hurrying about here and there, as well as some nobles who are gathered up into side rooms, just kind of either relaxing or talking to each other in low voices. Like, you understand that this, mm, like, this place, it just doesn't feel as warm as Adriel's house. Like, just the vibe in this place, it seems to be like a lot of people who are still doing political machinations and stuff like these nobles are gathered together in small groups like just talking to each other about what they've heard and things like that and um as you are making your way through the halls you do know that amaris amaryllis's bedroom is up ahead
5: okay uh i'll well still trying to be as stealthy as possible i'm gonna make my way towards that direction Hmm. and again try to listen up if I hear her voice anywhere. As I'm passing towards that, to that direction as well, I'm gonna be listening up for her as well. And if I don't hear her by before the time I get to the door, uh, I would probably listen at the door as well to see if I hear her voice.
0: Roll perception Or any
5: voices be- if I get to the door.
0: Roll a perception check.
5: 15
0: alright with a 15 you listen at each door hearing voices on the other side none of them are too recognizable but eventually as you get closer to where you think her room is you do hear some voices behind one of them and you listen in on a conversation you hear Amaryllis's voice and that of her father as they're talking to each other I just, I don't understand why you are so enamored with him, my dear. You need to understand that with his position in the church, he is a very important and powerful man. And frankly, he's, well, in addition to being so influential, he's also a good, kind fellow. And with his abilities and such, he... It stands to reason that he has a great future in the city and I want what's best for you. Father, I I understand that you're doing this for my sake, but I just feel like I just don't trust him. There's something about him. My dear, I understand that it's natural to feel apprehension about somebody, but I
3: feel as though you haven't given him a proper chance yet. If you spent time with him, I'm sure you come to realize what a good young man he is.
0: Well, look, maybe... Can we talk about this at another time? I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed right now. Very well, very well. I love you. You know that. I know. And... You suddenly hear footsteps that are quickly getting louder, luck Somebody's about to come yeah, through the Yeah, I'm going to move side. back
5: to make sure okay. that...
0: So you quickly step out of the way as the door co- uh, opens up, and you see George Rochdale, the head of the Rochdale estate, come out, uh, close the door behind him, and then he begins uh, sauntering down the hallway.
5: I'm going to wait till he's out of the way, and... Uh look around if there's anybody else in the hallway
0: um no as he goes down the stairs um tell you what roll me a perception check okay
2: 15
5: Jesus Christ I keep rolling this same.
0: okay um yeah Uh, you don't see anybody else
5: uh I'm gonna knock at the door and step uh, to the side that if the door is open, it doesn't, like, hit me or anything.
0: Okay. A moment passes by. Then you just hear from the other side of the door, Who is it? Uh, I knock again. I'm going to need you to use your words.
5: Uh, I'm gonna pull out the Piece of paper, and uh, the one that Adriel gave me, and slide it under the door, and I'm gonna knock again.
0: You don't. And I'm the second. Anything. I'm
5: gonna wait. If the door is open at all, uh, I'm gonna immediately roll the the stone like in, in the crack. Like if the door is open at all.
0: You wait for a moment. Um, I will say you dimly hear the sounds of a, like a piece of paper being unfolded on the other side of the door and a rustling noise, and about a minute goes by as you wait. Then the door tentatively opens. Just... Uh...
5: roll the rock and then whisper quietly I'm a friend can I come in
0: the door opens up a little further and you see Amaryllis' face incredibly cautious eyes wide as she slowly steps back a little bit just looking very on edge right now
5: Uh, I go in and the second I'm fully in I very quietly still say I'm in can you please close the door?
0: One moment and she goes over to the door and you actually see that she looks outside and she seems to make like a very small hand gesture as if sending out a signal before closing the door.
5: Who did you signal?
0: Somebody who's keeping an eye on me and making sure that I stay safe.
5: I'm just a messenger. I delivered what I needed. It would make it way easier for me to leave without accidentally bringing attention to me if I had a friend, helping me get out of here. Is there any chance you could aid me with that? If not, I'll just do it on my own. But all all that I had to do was deliver the message.
0: How do you know Adriel?
5: You know me. I'm his cousin.
0: And she just slowly closes her eyes and inhales uh, just a bit of a reluctant smile coming across her face. This does seem like something you would do
5: listen it's whatever is going on between the two of you is none of my business I'm just all I'm doing is just you know delivering the message whatever you do, choose to do with it is completely up to you um, right. I'm not here to judge or have an opinion um, but I thought that this way you have a way to make a choice Because you can use whatever um, this is giving you, or you can choose not to use it, but uh, I know that without it, you two didn't really have a way to make any other choice than to stay away. So that's literally all that I have to say. Uh, You don't have to tell me anything, you don't have to, you know, whatever. Um, If this helps, great. If it doesn't help, sorry for intruding, Uh, and... Again, I'm going to be heading back out. So, I mean, if you do want me to, I mean, now you have a way to talk yourself, but if you do want me to pass anything back, I can do that or like deliver another trinket or whatever. And if not, um, I'll be out of your hair. So, if you just let me know what you want, and that's kind of it on my side.
0: She turns the Sending Stone over in her hand I know how these work. I've seen my father use these before. Tell Adriel I'll send him a message in half an hour once I figure out how best to use the 25 words that I have.
5: Cool. I mean, again, if you want additional, I mean, I guess you might want to think on it.
2: Right. yeah anyway
5: do you think you can help me out to make sure that like you know i can get out without accidentally getting attention on me or do you want to just stay here the own thing and i'm gonna try to figure out my way on my own
0: i'll get you out of here don't worry i know okay, there great. is a there is a secret passageway that you can use uh you can't you can't get back in without somebody on the inside here but you can get out on your own and i can have somebody show you where to go
5: Oh, that's real neat. Adria is right. You are hella clever. Okay, well, I uh, much appreciate it, and I hope that, again,
6: this helps.
0: It does. And, <sighs> listen, there. I feel like there is a lot that I need to say, but now's not the time for it, just... um, And as you've been talking, she's kind of like been sort of picking up a little bit on where you are and she steps forward and just reaches out a bit tentatively mm-hmm. then sh- her hand just uh, catches you by the cloak a little bit and she just steps forward and pulls you into a small hug good to see uh,
5: Lexus awkwardly like pats her back like uh, <laughs> trying to be like I guess this is what people do to be nice to other people it's like awkwardly gives her a pat on the back as to, like attempt to be comforting in some way, but very much like, you know.
0: You've really learned a lot since we were kids,
5: huh? Um I guess none of us really have a choice. Life is gonna teach you things, right?
0: I guess. You can either, you know, let life roll you over, or you can learn to roll with it.
2: Yep.
5: All right, well. Makes sense. Sorry well, that your lot in life seems to be complicated. Uh Also, by the way, I didn't mean to... I mean, I was just making sure that, you know, the, the coast is clear, so I didn't mean to, like, eavesdrop on your little conversation, but, like, Isaac can suck at it, because I'm assuming that that was the person okay are talking wait. about. Like, the obnoxious prick? Like, yeah, oh, Wait a God, minute.
0: Wait, 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 him. wait. You hate Isaac?
5: Everybody. I mean, like, anybody with a prick oh will Isaac. Okay,
0: there is... I honestly don't know what his deal is. Okay, like, um, there. oh it's just like I've had nobody to talk to about this guy because, like, honestly, he's just—he goes to so many different parties and talks to so many different people, and people seem to like him. But I don't know what the deal is with him. You know?
4: Oh,
5: he's a two-faced, two-faced snake. No worries. I've—you think like- so
0: too? Oh my gosh! So it's not yeah. just me. I'm trying to figure
5: out his deal as well. I mean, like, right now, we're just, like, focusing on, like, minor inconveniences, you know, like, getting his shit pissed on by, like, the cat or something. But, like, long-time plan is to take this douchebag down. Because, I mean, like, oh, my God, even the first interaction, I could not, like, my eyes rolled back so fucking hard with every single word coming out of that douchebag's mouth. Oh, my God. So, don't worry. Like, I mean, long game, at least for me. Okay. Just purely out of spite, no matter what his actual deal is, to like, you know, kick his ass a little bit, or like, you know, at least bring him down a couple of notches, so, uh, if you learn anything, forward with to Adriel, who, I mean, like, I mean, our entire team is on board, in like, you know, we hate this asshole, so we're all very happy to help you out if, you know, you have, um, anything you want us to do to make his life harder.
8: Okay.
0: Well, um, look, I'm just trying to get information right now, and I'm trying to figure things out about him, like I'm trying to get information on the inside, because, well, just there's a lot I don't know about him, but look I want to meet Adriel later because every time that he's tried to talk to me at High Hall, there have been people around, like I don't know what I could have told him without blowing my cover or something like that, so, look I want to talk to him later the letter, like his mom's garden's a great idea, but listen, when I have a chance to talk to him about everything, let him know that everything that I do know, I can tell you, but now's not a good time for that.
5: Yeah, makes sense. Um, okay. So, secret passage, right?
2: Yes,
0: yes, okay, right, okay. So, um, just give me one sec. And she uh, heads over to her bedroom door, opens it up, steps outside, and then you hear her uh, talking to somebody, and so, okay, so, yeah, uh, if you just um, follow Cadbury, he'll be able to take you down there. And so, uh, looking outside, you see that- Okay, uh, I'm just,
5: just because I'm cautious, like, an insight check, if she's actually helping me out, or if there is- Lax is part and I like Lax I mean Adriel trusts her, but Lax doesn't trust anybody. So I just wanna make sure that like if she's sending me somewhere with somebody that she actually is helping me out and not setting me up for any, you know.
2: Go
0: ahead, please.
5: Cool. Dirty twenty.
0: Okay, just a sec. All right. Um yeah. She sounds as though she genuinely has your best interests in mind. Like, you can tell that she's realized who you are, and because she just seems so different from before in High Hall, like, she actually seems like a person you can talk to right now as opposed to, like, this cold, unfeeling noblewoman. Uh, yeah, it's, like, you can tell that she is actually looking out for you. And it doesn't sound like she has a reason to throw you under the bus right now.
5: Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna roll with it and follow whoever she points me in the direction to follow. So
0: Now, um, Cadbury, I'm just feeling a bit thirsty, so if you could go downstairs and fetch a bottle of that sparkling cider that... uh, uh, my father has sequestered away, and so and outside you see, uh, you remember the sort of uh, spineless butler that just was co-towing to uh, George's every whim. Cadbury, just <laughs> yeah, right, right away, mistress. I'll be right back. And so, uh, yeah, he begins uh, hurrying down the hallway with brisk steps at that she has left the door open just a little bit for you to slip out I do so okay and so she uh yeah so you slip out and she closes the door behind you and you follow behind Cadbury as he makes his way through the manor down to the bottom level he goes into the pantry into a wine cellar and he goes towards the back where he uh, steps towards like this bronze uh, fixture, like a holder for torches and stuff. He pulls on it. You hear a click and suddenly a portion of the wall, like some stones, swing backwards, revealing themselves to be like a stone facsimile on a wooden door that reveals a secret passage.
5: Cool, and I'll Get in there. Okay. And could I, as 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 we're making the way from her room down there and considering that I know, I'm assuming the space overall, like the place to a certain extent, can I keep in mind of like where exactly he went to that secret passage to remember where, the, where it was later?
0: Yeah. So you are down in the winery. You remember, not only do you know the room that you're in right now, you also know which sconce it is that opens up this secret passage. It is uh, the second one at the back of the room by a stack of wine barrels that have a particular date and vintage on them.
5: Cool.
0: All right. And as you step forward to go into the passage, um, you just hear from Cadbury beside you. It seems as though my lady trusts you for some reason. I would advise you not to take
3: advantage of that.
5: Well, I know where my loyalties lay, and I am a very loyal person, and people I care about care about her, so I care about her too.
0: And Cadbury slowly turns his former groveling demeanor gone as he looks at you with the cold impartiality of a man looking at a particularly bothersome fly i would see that your loyalties stay that way. And so long, as you remember that, you shall have no concerns from me. Understood?
3: I
5: mean, I don't quite get where the attitude is coming from, considering that we have goals in common, but... Good. Yeah, it seems we're on the same page. See ya.
0: Remember that. Good. And with that, you step inside, and the door closes shut behind you, leaving you in darkness. But with your dark vision, you can see down the passage towards the end.
5: Cool. I make my way out, and hopefully, if I make my way out, I will be able to figure out how to get back to my group from there.
0: Okay. Making your way down the passage, you find. Uh, yeah, a hidden door at the end. You uh, pull the lever, open it up, and you are in what seems to be like a run-down little building, like almost some sort of a storehouse. And you close the door behind you, and it uh, blends in seamlessly with the brick wall that is behind you now. And stepping out of the building, you find yourself in... Uh, yeah, an alleyway right by the Rochdale Estate.
5: Nice. I want to, like, go back to where uh, I left Patina and Sorcha and see if they're still there, still arguing, or if mm. they're not.
0: So, as for that, um, Patina, <laughs> Sorcha... So, as this has been going on, um, basically it looks like the captain of the guard of the estate has come out after, and he's been here for the last couple minutes just trying to get a read on you two, just, so, let me get this straight, you wish to talk to the master of the estate, but you haven't quite said exactly who you really are.
6: The- <laughs> We says we
0: are from some Flaming Fist, of course.
2: <laughs> look,
0: I can look, I can maybe buy that he might be in the flame and Fist, but you miss. I mean, you, oh. let's, let's be real. Uh, I I know the flame and Fist. They've been making themselves at home in the city ever since all of this started. And frankly, miss, no. Okay, Come at me, bro. I will
6: show you Iron Thumbs, a I am from the Beast. I can fight. <laughs>
1: oh, sh- <laughs> yes. Sarcha just puts I- a hand on on your forearm and it's just like. <laughs> Hold, me back, me Hold
7: me back, bro. Hold me back, bro. Mention Boulder. Mention Boulder. You know Boulder. Mention Boulder. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've taken
0: Captain-
6: on Boulder. Captain Boulder.
0: Okay. Um. Tell you what. let <laughs> we'll me. Um. Actually, at this, make it a persuasion check. Um. Because I'm not yeah, lying. just a I'm persuasion. Not lying. I I, I, did,
6: I didn't say exactly what I, I took from him. Uh huh. <laughs>
5: If I see it from <gasps> afar, I'm gonna whisper to the little birdie to be like, maybe you should let Patina know that we're done with this mission.
0: I got it. <laughs> okay, so the he's still looking at you fairly unconvinced, Patina. She, when uh, Patina you... drools a little bit, oh, oh, sorry, just thinking about on... it, it. It um excites me to fight again. <sighs> yes. And then you hear in your head. Patina, we finished up our on our end. The letter's delivered.
6: And then she's just like, well, uh, if you don't want to talk to us, we will leave. Said, come, uh uh, 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 you, we are going. <laughs> um, <laughs> Big Red, come with me. We will follow around in the alley.
0: <laughs> and the two of you <laughs> leave, and leaving behind a trio of thoroughly pl- perplexed guards. <laughs> uh.
6: <laughs> I just said so badly. I just said so
2: badly. <laughs>
6: I. I did
1: tell you I didn't want to talk to them.
6: I don't know what's wrong with my mojo. I was just- I- 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 thought I was better at flying than this. (laughs)
1: Uh, Oh, Sarja! Alright, let's just- let's Let's just keep going. they they did it out. (laughs) they did it, We can pretend this didn't happen. Thank you, Sarja, don't tell anyone!
6: (laughs) (laughs) Promise me you won't tell anyone!
1: I, I promise. Yeah. I promise so hard.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't say hard to me. It just, just makes me do more. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> um, and we just I'm also home. heading back
5: to the alley, hoping that we're all gonna meet up there. So uh, okay. I don't know if Patina is the person who drops can, invisibility I... on me or not, but I'm gonna. I,
6: I, if if uh, uh, what is it, uh, Cherry tells me to um, that we're ready, I drop it, uh, the invisibility. Yeah
0: okay so um Lux cherry the both of you uh reappear for uh the rest of the group as yeah all of you are reunited oh. in the back alley once again so Lux suck know- yes.
5: knowing knowing very well how it actually went I'm gonna turn to Petina and sarcha and say like so how did the inter- how did the convo go I mean like I did Sneak by kind of at the beginning of that, but...
6: Uh, yes.
5: Patina, you're such a smooth talker. It doesn't really <laughs> <go in laughs>
2: well, right?
1: I'm no drooling comment.
6: again. I'm drooling again. Don't look at me. I'm ashamed. Patina.
1: Oh. Patina, I have I have two words for you. What? No comment. Oh.
6: Because Sorcha is a good boy. And uh, I hope you're not
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> Will you be a good boy as well, Lux? Yeah.
2: Totally.
3: I like good boys. Good boys. <laughs> okay, let's get yep. going then.
6: Uh. <laughs> so Sakya? Anyway. Oh.
5: Well done here, so we can start heading to our next location, and as we walk, I know, I see your eyes, Adriel, I know that you're waiting, I'm I'm just gonna tell you all everything. It's all good, we're fine. <laughs> but let's walk and talk, okay? Let's not waste too much time. Right, yeah, yeah, no worries. And then I say literally everything, pretty straightforward, and, like, very much end it with, like, oh my god, and this fucking butler was giving me such attitude and i'm just like come on dude like there's no need to be this dramatic we're literally doing the same thing i don't know if you're attempting to do the weird i'm gonna threaten you a bit when i mean like i'm pretty sure that i mean it's not much of a threat so it didn't work very well but i mean like i get it it seems very protective but yeah overall this is how it went and so it seems like it's fine she seems to you know um be on board with a little rendezvous for with you later. So Cadbury, you yeah,
7: attitude? That's odd. I, everything I've seen of Cadbury is a man who's very, well, you know, he behaves like a coward. I'm surprised, but I mean that doesn't mean she doesn't hate me. So, you know, all those times she was, you know, very cold to me it was because you know I was, she was trying to keep up appearances. So maybe you got a chance to smooth things over, maybe. Yeah, she
5: did say, like, in half an hour, you're gonna get a message, so, um...
7: Did you also tell Adriel, out of character, did you also tell Adriel about the conversation you overheard between her and her father, or you keep that Yeah,
5: I, I... Lax doesn't really have any stakes in hiding anything, or, I don't know, Lax doesn't really care, so literally just tells you everything
2: from the beginning to the end.
7: Alright, uh, well, I'm glad that she also has the same, you know... Look, um, well, Adriel breathes a sigh of relief at this point. I'm glad that she is able to see, um, Isaac's true colors like we do. Um, I mean, honestly,
5: I'm kind of surprised that that's not everybody's attitude, because, I mean, like, he, I don't think he's that clever about being all, like, I don't know, manipulative. It seems pretty obvious to me, but, I don't know, maybe other people are buying this bullshit, but yeah, I I mean, you're right, she's clever, so, uh, I hate that her father him. is
7: pushing her towards him, but I'm glad to know that she's not falling for Isaac's uh, crap, so... I mean, uh,
5: she is into you, so, like, that would be... its does imply that she has, like, some resemble of taste. That would be very confusing why she would be into him, then. So, yeah.
7: <laughs> yeah, I mean... Uh, <laughs> well, um, yeah, uh, thanks, Lux. I. Alright, so I guess I'll just be waiting for, uh, you know, for her to reach out. <laughs> uh, Yep, This is great! Awesome! And uh, Adriel has a big grin on his face, and
5: there's like <laughs> a little uh, skip in I his forgot, step. I, I forgot, I completely didn't mention the puppy to her, so you're gonna have to do it on your own, I guess.
7: Oh! Oh shit! She probably still thinks I have the whole... Amb- it's okay, I'll smooth things over, I also- um, I'll...
6: Yep, Adrian. I don't think she can take the puppy if she's in this this lockdown area. Yeah, the, no. Uh, like
7: the puppy. The, will Vic, stay with Victor and then. Yeah, you know. <laughs> He's the puppy's gonna stay at yeah. at wait, my wait. at my state. It's Did, fine.
5: Where is the dog now? Did you already leave
7: it? I left it at the state with Victor because oh, he can't okay. come with us, right? We're going to a, uh, the the dogs, right? It's gonna be dangerous, yeah. so it's irresponsible for me to keep bringing the puppy with me everywhere we didn't have a choice obviously because i adopted it in, in, in hell but now that we're here in elterrell i can leave them at my estate and uh victor will take care of him. i
6: mean so you can you can bring the puppy with your meeting in the secret garden and you know she will swoon and she ah oh.
5: i mean yeah Swooning. make your <laughs> make your girlfriend have to come up with some kind of lie to explain to her family why they're suddenly uh, the devil just puppy with her. <laughs> that sounds
7: like a great idea. You should totally do that. You know, just to, I, if I saw a puppy,
6: I would swoon, you know. But don't let uh, uh, her do no, not I'll just, no,
7: I'll just mention I have a gift for her. And, and I'll just give it to her. Obviously, not not, not at, at that moment. Yes. But later on. A gift you will share.
6: Yeah! Look
7: at these couple of gold! that
5: sounds like, you know, some bedroom proposition. So, unless that is what you mean, maybe, like, phrase
7: it a little bit different? What bedroom proposition? I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, a gift. Because. Uh, anyway, thanks, Lux. I'm gonna, yeah, we should head to the dog. Let's uh, keep
6: going, yes. Yeah, let's keep going. I'm very
0: proud.
7: <laughs> yeah. Awesome, Lux. I always can count on you.
0: <laughs> so. A bit of time maybe about an hour to an i'd say more like an hour and a half goes by as you begin heading towards the dock district because not only is it a bit of a distance but you also have to go a bit slower in order to not be seen by whatever might also be in the city so as you make your way through ruined buildings hearing the sounds of devils screeching off in the distance and the occasional thunderclap of lightning coming down from the companion high, high above. A bit of time goes by. And after about 20 minutes of moving around, Adriel, suddenly you feel a warm sensation and a bit of a vibration from the Sending Stone on your person.
7: Adriel immediately, like picks it up, but it starts struggling with it because he picks it up really fast. And he's okay. Like, uh, uh,
0: uh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, and the depiction of a small face begins moving as it begins speaking in amaryllis's voice. Adriel, we must talk privately. Your mother's garden tonight. Don't... <gasps> Sorry. Don't... Tra-
6: <laughs> Sorry.
2: <laughs> you almost dropped your standing stone Hold yourself,
0: Adriel Control yourself um, And you struggle To listen to what she says next Don't trust Isaac Be careful Eyes and ears everywhere We need to cooperate And you're counting The words as you go, that's 22 And there's a moment And then you just hear Glad you're alive and then the stone falls silent.
7: Adriel clutches the stone to his chest and he has the biggest grin and he's, he's like, She still likes me! Yes!
5: <laughs> Alright. <clears throat> Adriel is the only person who heard the message, correct?
0: Um, all of you heard the message.
5: Oh. Wow. Well, yeah, it's, ba- uh, it's basically like a cell phone. You've got, like, you know, you can still respond to her, just be careful about how much you talk or what you say. <laughs> and
0: uh, before you say anything, Adriel, Cherry flies over to your shoulder and so keep he- and Cherry whispers into your ear. Okay, man. So, what's your plan here? Uh,
7: uh, well, I mean, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, we can we can talk privately tonight. It's, you know, um, at my mother's garden. See you tonight. Uh, I'm I'm glad to- you're glad? Ah, I don't know.
0: Easy, easy. Breathe.
1: Yeah, I'm cool.
0: This yeah. is your. This is your
3: lady.
1: Yeah. <laughs> My lady. Oh, I'm so
7: that dead. I. Uh, what should I say?
2: <laughs> and like Patina. Patina,
6: Patina wraps around her, her arms, around uh, Asia's back, and goes. <laughs> Listen to your heart, darling. And then that will take you where you want to go. <laughs> 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 oh, Start oh slow. God.
0: Slow, circling motions. And
6: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm I seeing something
3: <laughs>
0: And, Patina, uh, you hear in your head, no, baby, that, that comes later. For oh, now, he just needs yeah. to talk to her.
2: Uh, yeah,
7: <laughs> no, I should I think I should just keep it You know, brief, right? Because our eyes are on, our eyes everywhere. So we gotta just, yeah. So I'll just reply quickly to Amaryllis, Keep my (laughs) inner feelings inside and just be like, (laughs) uh, all right, no worries. I will see you at my mother's garden tonight. Uh, I'll be careful. See you there. Yeah.
0: Okay, I'm just jotting this down as well. Yeah. And is it only once? her day.
7: So every day you can send a message? He was gonna say I love you, but he pulled it back. (laughs) 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 He doesn't say that. He doesn't say that. He keeps that to himself.
0: And, yeah, like, you are visibly hesitating on the last couple words, and Cherry is just staring at you dead on, Adriel. And then, like, just as if waiting for you, and then you don't say the words, and Cherry just gives you a nod of respect. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So that's the message that you send over, and then the the stone falls inert. Cool.
1: So cool.
7: And Adriel's just, like, you know, he's moving around, very animated, happy, just, you know. (laughs) On cloud nine! Next season, and, like,
5: I'm gonna, once again, like, like, in, like, a breath early, but, like, just, like, a tiny bit harder than, like, necessarily, like, tap him on the back. and be like, okay, you can't die before tonight, then, to see your little lady. And no. then give him the visual blessing.
7: I must stay alive <laughs> for tonight. Yep. <laughs> Let's do this. Stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Okay, and...
5: so. Uh, so the plan is. We keep on sneaking to the docks, we try to find the location where, you know, all of the people from High Hall are, and then should we attempt to... I mean, again, as I mentioned, I can through Saluna try to locate the book. Should we keep that till after we find the safe location and see if maybe, you know, start in a safe spot, or should we start... should I, you know, turn it on as we enter the neighborhood what's what's everybody's um, feeling about all of that?
6: My vote is we uh, find the uh, the safe space first before you uh, yeah. look for the but I am open for a- any options.
2: I
5: think that's great to just you know have like a starting base uh, we might need to, you know, move around the neighborhood in case it's not, like, you know, in the first spot. Because it, it does have only, like... I need to be between a certain amount of space to it to be able to fully pick it up. But again, uh, my goddess seemed to believe that uh, it should work. It's just between uh, a thousand feet from the object. So, uh, once I activate it, we need to... You know, we've got, like, ten minutes. I mean, I can recast it if needed, but we should be ready to, in case we don't pick it up right away, um, to move around. Especially because I only get the, um, yeah, only between that, I mean, thousand feet, it's it's not bad, like, let's be honest, but, you know, just in case. We should be ready to move in case we don't pick it up right away.
6: And at the end, I can uh, cast uh, Detect Magic, uh, if when you lose uh, the focus, and then we can uh, keep going from there, hopefully.
4: Because it is a I magic mean, object, again, I think.
5: I've, I still feel quite... I mean, we haven't really... You've helped me out to sneak around, so like, I haven't really had to use any of my abilities yet, so I feel very good about recasting it again, in case we need more time. But, you know, like just be smart about it, because I don't feel like wasting it in case, as always, we... You know, bumped into a bunch of things that want to kill us.
0: Okay. Yep. So, what is your specific plan? Uh, you Are you looking for the tome first, or are you looking for wherever it is that these citizens have established a hideout?
5: Looking for the hideout first, and then once we find a hideout, if we find it, uh, and once we're ready uh, to use the locate object then, and then if it's not immediately between the thousand feet to head back out to the district to move around more, to hope to pick up the ping between the neighborhood.
0: Okay. Just a sec. Let me just check one thing. Okay. I will ask one person to make an investigation check and either I can have an additional person roll investigation or one person can roll with advantage
1: I'll do it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> use that your birthday inspiration I guess this... for
5: that tracking shit cause I
1: mean I've got no eyes for that
6: <laughs> use right. that birthday
1: inspiration just in case yeah, sure. I'll use my birthday inspiration.
0: If you would like to use your birthday inspiration, I will say that one other person can roll uh, investigation as well. Who yeah.
4: the second best investigation? I'm only a plus one, so plus not one? max. We're all, all right, we're, all, we're we're not a smart group.
6: We're
0: all yeah. plus one, I think. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. Um, me. I will I'm actually say, five. I will say that everybody can roll with investigation if they'd like. Nice. Ooh. But, Charlie, you can still roll with advantage.
5: Before right, a, I use plus investigation, <laughs> can I grasp uh, my <laughs> my uh, my mother's uh, nope. talisman again and use the augment abilities or, wait, no, it, it was called something else. Borrowed The thing knowledge? that allows, helps me with the, what?
0: Borrowed knowledge?
5: Borrowed knowledge, yes.
0: Sure. Uh, yeah, you can do that and give yourself a plus three bonus to the roll.
1: Nice. <laughs> Five.
6: Uh, yeah, we're. Uh, oh, Max got sixteen. That's great. Nice. So,
1: I think my twenty-two. Uh, that's pretty works good. Out.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is this all is, like I was
5: realizing... blind children in a fog, and then there is Sorcha Challenge, with a purpose, actually going where we need to go.
7: So it was still thinking about Amaryllis, so he's like.
0: <laughs> so as all of you are moving through the docks district some of you like a lot of you don't really know what to look for but Sorcha, you worked for a time in the flaming fist in Baldur's gate you know what it's like not only to patrol the streets but to be on the lookout for things You know how to identify clues in urban environments, how to tell if a group of people have been through an area recently, if people who don't want to be found leave behind calling cards or a deliberate trail for other people to pick up on. And you find, near one street corner, a mark made on the wall as though with a piece of chalk. And you look off in the direction that the mark seems to be pointing towards. At the end of the street, you see another mark similar to that one. And bit by bit, the group... You all see that Sorcha's picked up on something. And, Sorcha, you begin making your way through the streets and the alleys. And I will move us all to a new map in just a moment. Ooh. Ooh, new map, who So, all of you find yourselves in a dilapidated section of the slums. I was hoping for (laughs) Candyland. Sorry, Max. So, this is where you are. Sorcha, you are leading the way. The rest of the group behind you. And so you find yourselves in a, yeah, just, it seems like another residential street. But as you make your way down the street, Sorcha, you see that on one section of the wall of a building is artwork. Like, it reminds you of graffiti almost, but it's made with, like, paints and charcoals and stuff. And there are depictions Of a group of individuals, like common folk citizens, like just people (coughs) clad in armor with weapons such as spears and simple swords and stuff, rising up against devils and demons and slaying them where they stand. Hmm. Okay. And as all of you look at this piece of art... Um... just need to quickly check something. It's
5: not one of yours, Gwen, eh?
8: Mm -hmm. Nope, not one of mine.
0: No, but it looks like these are very metal drawings. And there are words uh, painted above them in Infernal as though written in, like, using red paint made to look like blood and the words in infernal read let us show hell true hell
2: <laughs>
0: and as you look further down the street as all of you proceed further you see that an alleyway that should lead behind between two buildings has been set up with a makeshift barricade to block it off with, like, a wooden uh, palisade covered in, like, wooden spikes and stuff like that. And, like, sacks and sacks of what seemed to be, like, sandbags or, and pieces of wood and stuff to form this just sort of impromptu makeshift wall have been set up uh, about, yeah, 10 feet in height. Hmm.
2: hmm.
6: Sorcha, have you brought us here for sexy time? Oh my goodness, this is so embarrassing. No, I'm sorry. I mean, is this where we are going? Where are we going? What is this? I got a three in investigation. I am distracted.
2: Wait, <laughs> 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 I don't mean
5: to think shame, but I thought that we're doing the whole mission thing.
2: I know, but I,
6: we just got started talking about Captain Boulder, and I got distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: I'm over.
5: Damn, you're truly insatiable. I felt like you parted pretty hard during that last night, but, I mean, good for you. Merci, merci.
6: Oh. <laughs> I take it as compliment. Oh. oh,
5: yeah, for sure. Good for you. Uh, so, what, are we trying to get free- Prudus is that the way we should go or are we do We have a way to we've should... talked with a bunch of those people right can we can we just
2: mm-hmm. yeah be, uh...
4: I mean we could I could go I could knock on the 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 palisade there and give him a, go- a call
7: good idea yeah they know who yeah. you are oh yeah
5: I mean, they'll they're... probably recognize you the most of all of us so maybe you yeah. should lead
4: sure absolutely also, right. I don't
7: think they're too keen on nobles
4: right now, so. Oh right, yeah.
7: Yeah, we're okay. gonna stick
5: in the back, right?
4: Oh yeah.
0: Oh. Sorry. <laughs> right, I have to admit. Just a second, yeah, Cheyenne. If I could ask D- you to D- don't, don't, don't peek too far. Okay, sorry. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought it was a
2: video game. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Sharon, See, here I thought the
5: moment. patina was making noises about me making a comment about me and Idris sticking it in the back, but
0: <laughs> there we go. Okay, it's fixed. I missed one little spot. So, right, yeah. So, i um, me I have to admit, I'm uh,
4: feeling the fact that I didn't sleep and that uh, I've been uh, drinking pretty significantly the entire time. Um, so just give me a quick close notes of what I'm supposed to be conveying to these folks.
7: Uh, just be like, hello, um, I, help, I need help, I'm looking for shelter, can anyone help me please? Uh,
5: I mean, uh, that this sounds is Max. like, like well, can we just not say like, hey, remember us from high, oh, we were there, we're trying to help out this entire situation and like, we think that people that stayed and how are kind of annoying and you are less, so can we chat to like, figure out like, how you're all doing and like, if you yeah, right. have any information I... about how the city has been, because we've been gone, you know, in hell, trying to figure this bullshit out, so maybe you can update us about what's been happening here, so we can help you all better. That seems easier than trying to come up with another story. I don't know. Yeah,
4: I'm alright with it. Yeah, alright. Uh, yeah. Alright. So Max is gonna go and, uh, up to the Palisade, and Attempt to make some noise. Or, Hello there, anyone? Um, anyone there? Apparent, visible,
0: awake. You it's, it's, hear nothing in response, Max. It's it's Max Power. Um,
4: you may be aware of me from loot Destroyers. Uh, we have been working to try and save this city, um, but we could use your help.
0: Roll me a Persuasion check. That's 17. Okay. So, I will say, Max, that a moment passes by and then you hear a voice from the other side of this wall, like a low, hissing voice. Uh, Not like from somebody who naturally hisses, but somebody who's trying to keep their voice down. What do you want? Uh, we
4: need information as to what's been going on in the city here, So, because uh, we actually, we were down in Avernus itself for a while, and we have just came back. We're trying to do what we can to get rid of all these demons and devils for good, and get the city back where it belongs.
2: Okay.
0: Head further down the street. You see the warehouse about a few doors down?
4: Uh, No, but I'm sure I will a few doors down.
0: Okay. Head in that direction about a hundred feet or so. There's a Mm -hmm. big building with some wide double doors. Wait out there. When the doors open, head inside. And don't right. try anything.
4: Yeah, all right. Oh, thank you for your assistance. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get this place back into Feyreum proper, real soon. Okay. all right.
5: And I like if am I is Max the only person who's hearing all of that, or are we hearing it as
2: well?
0: Um, I'll say that yeah, uh, you all can hear that if you like follow Max a bit closer, like. You know, it's not a private conversation, just... You know, the guy was talking in a low voice.
5: Just because, again, circumstances... Am I sensing anything that, like... Anybody is sending us anywhere that we would actually get in trouble? Or are they
0: uh, roll as, me... as
5: straightforward as they would be in this circumstances?
0: Roll me insight, but with disadvantage, because you didn't see the person's face.
5: Cool.
0: 3020. Dang. 20 on disadvantage? Eight,
5: yeah, Holy the other ones was 26.
0: Okay. <laughs> um you sense that whoever it was that's sending you down there is being extremely cautious right now. Like it's not as though like you're sensing that the person who's talking to you isn't saying this as somebody who's in control of the situation. Whoever it is that's talking to you is as unsure of this situation with you guys as you are of this right now. Like, mm-hmm. you get the feeling that whoever it was that's talking to you is also trying to feel out exactly who it is that you guys are. Can I say to uh,
5: the I rest over, Well, it seems... As good of a call as it could be. I mean, to be fair, uh, they're taking as much of a risk as we are, so let's go check it out.
7: Yeah, let's not linger too, too long here. Sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, heading down the street, just a moment. Sorry. Thank you, Cheyenne. All of you head down to where a large building with a pair of double doors are. And about a minute goes by before... Yeah, you hear the sounds of something unlatching, the sounds of hurried footsteps, and one of the double doors slowly creaks open. And you hear someone call out from the other side, a different voice this time. Step forward through the doors where we can see you. Keep your hands in the air and above your heads.
7: Um, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Max
0: will lead the way.
4: Okay. Yeah, we we'll talked to the guy at the other door.
0: Thank you for welcoming us in. So stepping forward, you all push the doors open, revealing the interior of a warehouse that has been cleared out. There are a number of palisades on the far wall, and a number of sandbags stacked up to form waist-high barricades. And behind them are four individuals dressed up in rough garb like makeshift armor and things like that all of them are holding crossbows and are aiming them at all of you watching you with fierce and suspicious expressions uh Adriel Uh. says
7: is there anything that we can do to put your minds at ease we will follow your orders
0: Start by telling us
5: like a bunch of people that might possibly be here. I mean, we got a bunch of you like bunch of people to High Hall. Maybe there's somebody here that can speak on our behalf.
0: Depends if you told us who you are first.
7: We are the group that uh, was in High Hall uh fighting off the, the the demons and rescuing the survivors and the group that basically left to um Avernus. We are In, search of, uh, <laughs> In search of the Black Star. In search of a, you know, a way to stop this madness, and we've just come back and arrived into Eltharil, and heard about the what's been happening recently, and about the Oof. safe havens that are around the city, and we were concerned about the group that had left um, High Hall and wanted to know about,
0: um, about more information about that. There's a little bit of silence as, yeah, these four people sort of digest your words and... My name is
7: Adriel Whitlock. I am a paladin and a knight of uh, the Hellriders.
0: Okay. Hello, Uh, Max, as we discussed. Hello. So, one of them, a dragonborn with, like, a flat cap on his head, regards all of you and so, huh. One moment. And he just steps... Towards the back, goes through a set of doors, like slips through them so you none of you see what's beyond. But maybe you can get like, tell you what, everyone here can roll me a perception check. Okay.
1: All right. Nope. Yeah. Hey, not twenty. Ooh, <laughs>
6: nice, Charlie. Oh, and Adriel. Just
5: on it. Okay. All of the instincts are sharp.
0: <laughs> so, Gwendolyn, Patina, Adriel, and Sorcha, the four of you see through the crack of the door, uh, yeah, a number of people dressed up in like the clothes of civilians and stuff. Like, on the other side of this door, uh, like, some of them are milling about, and some of them are gathered around a campfire, and for a brief moment, Sorcha, you see a familiar face. Um, you see Nissa the elderly gnome who was with you guys at High Hall the one who ran the uh, shop and the one that you met at the very start of the campaign oh. and yeah. so about a minute goes by then the door opens again the dragonborn comes back in and there are two people with him one of them is a massive blackford minotaur who has to stoop in order to go underneath the doorframe. His left eye is covered up by an eye patch that encircles his head. He's wearing, like, simple trousers, a pair of suspenders over, like, this um, taut sort of uh, button-up white shirt with the sleeves rolled up. Uh, But, yeah, you can also see through his fur are a number of nicks and scars on his arms and his shoulders and stuff like that and beside him, almost minuscule in size to compare with him, is Nyssa, the gnome that I just mentioned, and who all of you remember, and she sees all of you and so, Oh, hey there! (laughs) Oh yeah, you guys got nothing to worry about, I know these folks, they're great! And beside her, the minotaur, I'm sure, but nevertheless I'd still like to talk to them for a bit. And Nyssa sees all of you and gives you a bit of a wave from behind his back as, this guy steps forward, and I will say, Adriel and Lux, the both of you can make a history check. Okay.
5: Ah, shit, I forgot I still have uh, is the, sorry, the the borrowed knowledge, is it just one skill, or is it, like, when, if I picked intelligence, is it all intelligence stuff?
6: I think it's only one skill you just yes a spell.
7: okay uh, so it was just borrowed. investigation no worries borrowed.
5: oh actually good 18 plus zero so 18
7: hmm. <laughs> i got it <a> six <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay yeah,
6: it's only one skill for one hour if we borrowed knowledge okay uh, that's how sorry 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 about that Never mind. yeah so I remember
5: about investigation anyway continue sorry
0: So, Lux, looking at this minotaur, you suddenly recognize this person. You'd heard of him in the past. Like, among the Hellriders, there are sometimes a few individuals who are able to get into the organization. And as far as you know, there has only ever been one minotaur Hellrider. This guy is Tychus Antonitus. This fellow used to be a Hellrider, but after a certain incident that happened a number of years ago, like maybe almost 20 years ago, uh, he was actually expelled from the Order. Uh, He is basically like a fallen knight, more or less. And after doing so, he became infamous in the city because he left and then became a criminal uh, in other parts of Faerun, like popularizing places like Baldur's Gate and stuff, this guy is basically a smuggler, a drug trader. This dude, yeah, has done some unsavory stuff and has gotten like deep into like the shadowy side of criminal organizations, building up like his own network more or less.
5: Knowing that, whatever hangs out of his mouth, Lax is going to be paying extra special attention about, like, any ticks in his facial expression, anything that he says, literally anything to, like, if he's going to have conversations with us to, like, pick up on anything that might be even slightly off.
0: Okay. So, he steps forward, the floorboards creaking under his weight as he looks over all of you with a scrutinizing expression, his one eye flicking over all of you. So, my question is, what brings all of you down to a place like this?
5: Well, like me we mentioned, um, we've been away from the city, down in, you know, Vernas, hoping to find a way to fix all of this mess we made some progress but we're still working on it Um, we decided to visit the city again just to see how things are happening here and if there's any information that anybody here might have found that might be helpful in our further search Um, and overall just updates about the city like when we landed back in high hall and we realized that like a bunch of people are gone we I don't know, wanted to also check in about, like, people that we brought there into safety, which, again, Nessa being one of them. um, So, yeah, that is kind of the hope, to check up on people, and if there's, again, any information at all that you have about what else have been happening in town when we're gone, that would be really helpful as well.
0: He... Regards your words. Watching you as you speak, Lux. Nods a little bit in thought. Well, if you're looking for another safe place in El Torel, I can't say for sure that this would be it, because really, what is a safe place in this city anymore? True. Fair enough. But you're not wrong. There are a few folks here who have decided to try their hand at making a safe place for themselves as opposed to having to rely on whatever charity the nobles and the other folks in High Hall are hoping to hand out. Or, I mean, you maybe handout isn't too accurate of a word. It's more like getting table scraps, more or less.
7: Adriel frowns at this.
0: Yeah,
4: I mean yeah, they're I mean they're not even very good at giving massages really. I
0: mm. so I hear Also, one of you said that you're loot destroyers? Uh yeah, well I'm the head uh lead man for loot destroyers. Yeah, max power. Hello. Hmm. And what if I told you that the actual loot destroyers was here? <laughs> <laughs>
8: Oh hi are you referring uh, We are
4: should you're, Oh You're referring to the to, to that Kanku you <laughs> of the species that's known for copyright infringement and uh, stealing people's voices. He is oh, a Kenku,
0: boy. yes. Oh no.
4: Next to yes. uh, next that. Oh, he's uh, uh, he shit big, he's an absolute fraud. He's yeah. he is, if he's still calling himself loot destroyers. Then I want to your know, tear his beak off for him, so he and can't do that
7: anymore. He <laughs> his name is Snaps. His name is not Loot Destroyers. Uh, yeah. We need to correct uh, records. So you seem to have the wrong person. I'm afraid. This is the person right beside me here is the actual Max from the Loot Destroyers.
0: Tychus frowns a little bit. Not it's not like he's doubting what you're saying, but he's sensing that you know, it's not a case of you pretending to be somebody else, but clearly this is some kind of social situation that he doesn't really have the time for. <laughs> uh, and it's just, yeah. you know, it's not, like, it's a problem that's beyond him, so he's not going to get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see this is upsetting
4: you. I mean, I think um. a simple solution would be to send the kinku out to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> York, uh, uh,
0: I mean, you can also
7: ask Max whatever you want with him,
0: yeah.
2: And... Ma-
0: You have to understand We're in a difficult spot here Right Right now We don't know who we can trust Who we can rely on We're kind of in this On our own So It's one thing to show up here Offering help But you'll have to understand If we're a little skeptical And need to show
5: good faith sorry i might have phrased myself incorrectly but i I thought that that's kind of what i was you know getting at like our trip to avernus is is to help us get out of this hellhole and get yeah maybe which is why we're hoping for more information because any more information will make it easier for us to achieve the mission of bringing everybody back to safety. So, in a way, like, I think that we are helping. Like, that's why, yeah. you know, we don't think that it's reliable enough to only rely on the information that we heard from people who say it,
2: We like to hear, yeah, we like to hear the two, two sides of the story.
5: Down, so. then, yeah. Because I then, a- again, maybe there's anything that will be able to connect some dots and, you know, continue and actually succeed at bringing... The city back to safety, so I, I think we are helping. I, I, I at least. That's been not, all
7: along. If not, is there any way that we can prove that what we're our um, intentions
4: are righteous? Is there anything yeah, we can I mean, do? As a point in our favor, none of us are demons or devils or undead. <laughs> uh, well, oh, except God. for maybe a dog, but you know we're not talking <laughs> about Max! that Max.
7: Max. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Grandpa Manny, why?
6: <laughs> Sorry, never mind. Oh, Mr. Minotaur, please, we are at your feet, begging <laughs> no. you to listen. We are here to help you, lessons, there... the Lord. Would you let there us? Must... And she yeah, just, just like, full, like and... fully like uh, like uh, brushes her hair back on her ears and like <laughs> just, uh, That's bats her lashes. She's like, my name is Patsy. And you are, we did not get your name.
0: My name is Tychus, <gasps> Tychus antonitis
6: Oh, and you command such, such space. We are here only to help and lessen your lord. Would you let us lessen your lord? <laughs> Oh my, god. <laughs> my fucking
0: god. I'm just imagining everybody behind Patina simultaneously, uh, simultaneously rolling their eyes at this.
1: Yes! Yes! Like, um,
2: crashing.
6: Yeah, even
7: Angel It's like, oh, it's
6: the, uh, the, in, <laughs> the instant the, 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 the Minotaur came in the room, she was okay. all, like, just preparing herself.
2: Uh, I, I can uh, say,
0: <laughs> the person who spoke the most about all of this was Lux. Yeah. I will say, Lux, roll me a persuasion check with advantage because the rest of your party chimed in. Okay. Lux, you can do
7: it. got for the advantage.
5: 16.
0: Okay. Tychus still regards all of you with a bit of. You're not sure what it is. Skepticism, suspicion. Like, this, you can tell this is a guy who trust has to be earned with. And Nissa steps up to him and just, oh, Hey, don't mean to interrupt in the conversation, but these folks saved my life. I mean, they're good people. I mean, I get that uh, you're trying to make sure that, uh, you know, bad folks don't get in here, but uh, I, I can vouch for them. And, yeah, Tychus regards her for a moment, just looking down at her before looking back at all of you. If you're hoping to help out as you say, there is something that's come to my attention.
7: Yes, it's a lot. Excellent. Tell us.
0: I've gathered word that a scouting party of mine We send groups out into the surrounding neighborhoods to find supplies and other items and things like that and bring it back here to distribute among the survivors. But there's a group of them that went out for a scouting mission and they found themselves trapped in another nearby district. To my knowledge, there have been a number of people seen in the area. Devils, Demons, fiends that have infested the neighborhood. There have also been groups of gnolls sighted as well. We I don't know. At,
6: we try not to look at Charlie. I mean, it's short time. We're like, don't look at. Don't look at.
0: <laughs>
7: Very troubling <laughs> indeed. Yes. Please continue.
0: So, we don't know if this group is alive or dead. But the person who's leading them, I do know them on a personal level. They are a friend of mine. So if you can find them, and if any of them are alive, bring them back here. Or, if worse comes to worse, knowledge of what has happened to them. And anything that they might have been trying to bring back with them.
7: Understood. Understood. I think that's fair. I I Captain Uh She does a little
6: salute. So <laughs> um uh, wait, uh sorry, to clarify me again. Um uh, is the the Gnoll is your friend? No. No. No the the gnolls are the ones attacking and your friend is what is their name?
0: Uh look for a half orc by the name of Kurog.
8: Half orc
6: Kurog. Kira. Anything else yeah. about that group
5: of people? I mean other than your friend. Hopefully your friend is alive, but in case there's, you know, other survivors in the group, anybody else that we can recognize? Any descriptions? Anything to look for?
0: There is another agent of mine that's with them. Uh look for a half elf, specifically a half drow. His code name is Shadow he should be in the neighborhood as well if anybody could have gotten away from the group he's one of the he's one of our fastest scouts
7: uh, uh, understood uh, thank you very much for relaying that uh, detail uh, we'll be on our way then hopefully we can bring some good news
2: agreed
4: yep.
7: yeah good to see
2: uh,
4: you uh, too uh, Uh, Max waves over to the gnomish woman.
0: So, good to see you're all still kicking. Oh, by the way, uh, next time you come in around, uh, I actually uh, was able to almost finish something. I'm putting the finishing touches on it, but uh, you said you were looking for stuff to help you track down ghosts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, well, I got just the thing that might be able to help you
3: all with that. Fantastic. That sounds great.
4: Thank uh-huh. you so much,
6: oh. Nessa. Also, were. Make... if you wouldn't mind, also
5: just letting us know, uh, Patina, what was the name of your merchant friend that you made back at the High Hall? Just wondering if he's oh, still here. Oh, mystery, key, sweet
0: mystery, here as well. Is sweet mystery here? And Tychus just inhales just a little bit through his nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> if. Yes, there is a Tabaxi here named Sweet Mystery. He has made his services available to the camp. He he had, if he had steep prices.
6: Steep steep prices. Oh, I don't I didn't like him that much. But you know,
0: he seemed all right. <laughs> huh. If you are hoping to speak to him personally, I suppose we could allow him to come. Out, if you were hoping to ye- make some purchases, we—I don't have the money for him. He—he he had steep
6: prices <laughs> the first time I met him, and I can't afford him right now. I can't. I can't. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, did did any of you want to afford I mean, something?
5: Gina, if you're in need of anything, I'm happy to cover you. Oh. I mostly just wanted to check in. You know,
7: I remember I mean, his if prices. prices. If, when
5: was, we come
8: back, if, maybe we can. Oh, I don't know it's if we good. need
7: anything right now. If we do, we can. But I say maybe time is of the essence yes. to try to yep. get to that group that has disappeared. So.
1: Absolutely.
7: Um, can
6: I do <laughs> an insight?
1: Uh, is there a
7: specific
5: direction that you know that they were going towards? Or just farther into the neighborhood and we just need to do our old search? Just you know, Anything, any additional information you might have might just be helpful to get it done quicker if you have anything else to... Um, guide us with.
0: Before I answer that, first, uh, Cheyenne, what are you hoping to roll an insight check for? I'm sorry. This is a, uh Can I roll insight on
6: uh, <laughs> if he was interested...
2: <laughs> uh, I want to roll an insight on that as well. Uh,
0: <laughs> well go ahead, both of you. Uh, the the real
7: question here, what we we're all wondering <laughs> <laughs> I got twelve.
6: No I I'm gonna magical Ooh, guidance that. I need to know. Oh, no. I need to know. I need to know. Yes, I got nineteen. How <laughs> did he
0: did his, his mouth smirk a little bit? this guy seems to be very professionally minded he is concerned about the safety of his agents he does want to make sure that they come back safely and patina you realize he wants them back because he there is something specific that they were looking for they
6: for- <laughs> minotaur-sized condom! I, I know it! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, this yeah. is in, all in Bettina's mind, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh,
7: we, should be go a bit? Oh yeah, no, the, the, yeah. uh, uh yeah. what
6: is it? Lux asked a question about the, where, the oh, location, sorry. sorry. Yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah, the location, yeah. Ignore my-
0: As for where they are, to my knowledge, they were attacked. If you go in the direction of... There is a tavern called a pair of black antlers. If you go in the direction of there, you should be able to find the rough area where they were attacked.
7: Is that north, south, east, west?
0: To the west. West, alright. It's close to the ravine that's formed between the two halves of the city.
7: Ah, I see. Let's get
4: to it then.
0: A that has music playing sometimes. Could, would Max know where it is? Um, I'll say that uh, that was not a place that was on like, in terms of the list of places that you were scheduled to perform at. Like, you were booked at the Oren Wagon Wheel. As mm-hmm. for this new place, Max, uh, yeah, you are like you weren't in the city long enough to know exactly where it is. But, given the directions that this guy's given you, you should have a rough idea of where it is.
8: Alright.
0: <gasps> I just remembered something.
8: Okay,
6: let's so,
0: go. Yes, let's go. The Black
6: antlers, antlers has a secret compartment in the basement. No, yeah. Anyway, let's go keep going! <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, all of you make your way out of the warehouse and begin hurrying through the streets to try and find... Uh, where this inn was, because as you remember, Patina, back in Helm's shield hall, you were all told by Anthar Froom that he had made uh, basically a secret area in the basement where he had stored some items if anything were to happen to the city. Uh,
5: once we, like, get far enough that, like, we are... You know, like a block away or something. Mm. I'll turn to the rest of the group and tell them everything that, like, I know about the minotaur that we're talking with. Mm. Um, and say, like, like listen, I'm not here to like judge the dude. This is just like what I know about him. Let me know if any of you like picked up anything that was off about this interaction. I mean, you just, you know, just let me know if you have any thoughts or feelings about the dude.
6: Oh, I have many thoughts and feelings. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey. Wait, but, but just before we left, uh she when the, she's the last to leave, she does a full like Marilyn Monroe presentation. station, the gus like Oh
0: the wind is so intense yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <long. laughs> Um He does oh not He just he doesn't really react beyond giving you a slightly bemused smile, as if to be polite.
2: <laughs>
0: oh. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that went
6: incredibly well, everyone. I think so. Uh-huh.
5: So yeah, anybody picked
7: up on anything? That's about do that? I, don't I, mean, I don't know. He looks familiar, but I can't Really peg him? Like, I can't remember. I just
6: peg
1: him.
2: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, mean,
5: him. I know that he's quite in him. In different. Pin you, but you know, like, don't count yourself down. But as I said, like, um, get a read is on him. That's what I, what I, I meant to say. Him. And I bring up, I bring up, if if I again seeing him was able to recollect that he used to be a part of, uh, like, you know, his history and everything, I would, like, I'll bring it up all other information oh, about you him bring that, that I know. Oh, okay, to... and then in a case,
7: disregard what Adriel said there, so Adriel will respond with, "All oh, right. right, so, yeah, I've heard, I've heard tales of the guy. This guy's, uh, he's bad news. He got expelled from the Order uh, for something that he did. I don't remember what, but uh, I've, I've heard just bad stuff about him. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so we so should keep like, an eye out. You know,
5: keep it in mind. I mean, we're all yeah. in fucking hell, so it's kind of like, yeah. I don't know, like, you don't really pick your alliances, as long as we get out of the shithole, and just, you know, in case we interact with him more, which it seems it will be, just keep it in mind in your
7: interactions. Yeah, and we're still looking for that book, right? So maybe this will align with that, right?
5: I wanted to ask, because I mean, like, we are wandering through the neighborhood anyway, like, I don't know if it's, should we still, I mean, I don't fully trust him either, so I don't know, it's like, he might be somehow involved with the whole going missing or not but like just that was my suspicion but we need more information if you all think that i should you know pull out my magic earlier and then try to like locate it as we wander through the streets right now i can do that as well or we can you know take care of this situation first
7: and then on the way back we can do that what uh... i don't I don't see a problem if you want to check it out. How
6: how strong is that spell? Is it uh yeah. take a lot out of you? Or do, would you? Is it a concentration? Because if yeah. it's if it is um if the ping is inside the camp, then we know it might be here. But if the ping is away from camp, we we can track it, right?
5: Yeah, it's. I would say it's. Sorry. Uh, it's, it's not like it's not the the most easy one but it's pretty like you know I've got I've got much more intense stuff up my sleeve so it's like a pretty you know I can do it like maybe three times if needed
6: oh. you know do you, today do you want to try it at least this time so we can rule out um... the hideout <sighs> Tight. Yeah! Oh, yeah. That's be maybe a good media. idea. I, I would love. I feel
5: like we changed a thousand meters, right? Should we yeah. like, just make sure that as long as it's between a yeah. thousand meters, I can throw it out right now? And if we get a ping, then we get a ping. And if we don't, then, you know, whatever. It's just the only. My only issue is if we use it right now and he, he still is not letting us in, then we can't really do anything about it. So that's the only reason why I was thinking. Oh, you like, have to be inside of it? Till we. Till we, you know, like, till we rescue whoever hopefully still alive or not right. uh, and then try to do it just you know like maybe speak in code between us a little bit about that so to not make it very obvious that that's what we're doing in front of you know total strangers that we don't know what you so- know their feelings about the books are but then at least in case the pain is coming from inside of the hideout we already have access, so we can go in right. and actually do something about it. That mm-hmm. was my only. Oh, you know? so
2: we wait. But again, we... I
5: can I can just use it again later. I can make I can make sure to no. have enough magic I think, left.
7: I think we just what you said makes sense. Let's just do it when we come back, once we're inside of a hideout. Because if we do get a ping, then we're already inside, right? That way, we're not wasting time and also your
2: your
6: yes.
7: powers, your That's magic. True. So,
6: yeah. Good point. Let's keep going, then to the Black Antler.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, are you going to use the spell now, or are you going to wait until you're closer to the location that the Minotaur talked about?
5: Oh, we're going to use the spell only when we gain access to the hideout, because in case that's where the pain is coming from, because again, we don't know yet. Okay. Um, But then we have full access, so for now we're going to save it. And unless anybody else feels very strongly about using it this second, because, again, we can use it when we're in the hideout, and if it's not from there, then we can just head out and, like, wander around longer. Um, again, I can do it three times today, so I can just do it both now and later. Just, you know, throwing it out there. Just, mm-hmm. you know, put it up to the vote or whatever. Whatever you tell me, I'm going to do it. Oh, no, I let's just let's save
6: it. it. Save
1: it, yes. Yeah. Also,
6: Sorcha, how do you feel? Uh, uh, we I'm are fine. about to face a bunch of gnolls.
1: Yes. Isn't Why it are you looking at me?
6: Where? where like is it you... different? Oh, it is different. It is different. Yeah. Oh, it is
1: different. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie! <laughs> surely, surely you are not calling me a gnoll.
6: <gasps> no, no. You just have this very looking like close, and then never... hey, let's keep going. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we should stop being racist and move on, maybe.
6: Yes, yes.
4: <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of
6: races, uh, are all Cancun's bur- all bad? Ooh,
0: <laughs> let's keep going. Um, all right. So your group can. Continue- you got a point. Okay, so your group leaves the hideout and moves west in back in the direction of the ravine. Looking around, I will say actually that Lux, because you've been through the city, you actually have a general idea of where this specific tavern is. So, you do have an idea of where you all need to go.
2: Nice.
0: So, heading through the streets, you eventually begin making your way to where you need to go. And as you do so... uh. Off in the distance, all of you can see smoke rising from one neighborhood up ahead, as though a building is on fire. But as you continue to draw closer, Sorcha, you hear shouts from off in the distance, and the smell of blood.
1: Well, that's not, that's not great. What's not great? What's going on? Uh, I smell blood Is
6: this a normal um. thing?
1: Sorry, what? <laughs> no. What was that? Is this a no thing? Oh wait! No, not
6: a no. I mean, uh, um, we're hyena thing!
1: <laughs> Sorry <laughs> it, it, Anyways, um... I'm just gonna ignore that uh, And I hear shouting as well uh, We might want to pick up the pace <gasps> Okay, well, let's get ready to kick us to masses, I
0: guess. And as all of you say this, suddenly the sounds are getting louder as you all hear the sounds of frantic shouting and a very familiar sound because all of you have fought with Sorcha for some time now. You know what it sounds like when a hyena lets out a cackle. And rounding the corner, bursting out of the alley in front of all of you are a group of soldiers from the Flaming Fist led by none other than Boulder, who you remember as being one of the high-ranking members of the group. Uh, Two of these soldiers are carrying large bags with them, and all of them seem to be covered in injuries as suddenly an arrow flies out of the alleyway, catches one of the soldiers in the shoulder, and he lets out a scream of pain. As erupting from the alley are a number of hyena like humanoids dressed in rags and loincloths, carrying spears and bows. These are surprisingly similar looking to Sorcha's where hyena form. Their maws are dripping with saliva and blood, as all of them are cackling with relish and delight as they are preparing to savage uh, their prey, these soldiers who are running away from them, and you all hear noises from the alley back behind you as well, as in addition to two more of these gnolls are these strange gibbering demons that race out alongside them. And I will ask all of you to make me a religion check as you see what appear to be like strange oh. multi-legged things ah. with that are more or less a giant fanged mouth on legs. Oh. Nice. That is creepy.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Check.
7: oh, you both got twos! <laughs> oh my god! That's oh. not
6: a
5: zero,
7: okay? That's that's, that's I, I'm religion, right? <laughs> consistent <laughs> consistent with the nine there. <laughs>
6: Well, yeah. none of us knows what's Oh my what's going
0: gosh, on. we all got two. We got three twos! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! Three.
1: Even with my advantage.
0: <laughs> none of you have ever seen these things before in your lives, and you have no idea what these horrific things are. But as these gnolls are getting Ooh. ready to rip into these members of the Flaming Fists, one of the soldiers drops to his knees, clutching at his chest as his breathing turns ragged. And Boulder looks over to him as he's bringing his fists up, getting ready to fight, and, Hey, come on, man, what's going on with you? Dude, come on, nap out of it! And this guy is on all fours on the ground, just this half-orc who's just suddenly sucking in air, and,
2: Boulder, I I feel, I, I I feel,
0: (laughs) and suddenly, His skin splits apart as fur erupts out of him. Bones crack as his limbs lengthen. And where suddenly this half-orc was moments ago, suddenly he becomes this enormous, snarling... You're not... Honestly, you're not sure, because for all intents and purposes, he looks like a massive knoll. But Sorcha, you've seen and felt this too many times to mistake it as anything but a wear hyena transformation. As this individual gets to his feet, snarling, saliva and blood dripping from freshly formed canines as he looks around himself and sees all of you and lets out a frenzied cackle as all of the gnolls leap forward, ready to rip all of you and the flaming fist limb from limb. And we damn. will roll for initiative at the beginning of our next session.
1: I just have, uh, I have one thing to say before mm. we go. Um, Sorcha has his mouth kind of like half open and he stares at the hyena and he like stares back at the group and he stares at the hyena and he goes, damn, is that what I look like when I transform?" It looks very painful,
6: Sorcha! It
2: looks absolutely terrifying!